being with the entire Wu-Tang Clan. She did. Catch me outside. How about that? Wow, the entire Wu-Tang Clan. It's like 137 dudes. It's a lot. That, that can't be good. It's a lot. Averaging 10, inch, 10 inches a piece, right? And I here's mean, the thing. Right? right? Do you start going through an entire band like that, dude? You know roadies are getting in because nobody knows if you're an official member of the dude. Like, So what was it? Like every member of the Wu-Tang Clan and like hype men? Like what happened there, I wonder? Is it the Denver Nuggets or the Wu-Tang Clan? I don't know. Whatever. Bring them in. Welcome to the Stansberry Show on a Friday. Thank the dear Lord. Joined every morning by Matthew Fantone. How are you? I can't complain. It's Friday. That's always good news. Uh, some old school audio in the Friday, uh, Friday like reel there. I needed it. I like it. Yeah, I, you know, I uh, came in a little bit later than usual. Had to go. Uh, had to go for an old school reel and uh, combine the old and the new together. I like it. So yeah. So what's uh, what's going on with you, buddy? Well, quite a bit actually. Spill it. Yeah, quite a bit actually. So uh, yesterday. I had uh, had some plans to play some golf with my buddy Greg. Of course you do. Beautiful day yesterday, man. Beautiful day. And honestly, as soon as we left the building yesterday, you could just feel it in the air. Like, might as well get out there and go swing them. Damn right. All right. So I went out there. I played okay. Not great, but not bad. He played pretty damn good, actually. He made made every putty hit. But so I had a decent round, right? And then I'm driving home. I'm on 30. Heading east back into Canton. Right, right. Feeling that freedom stretch, man, dude. You got the you got it. the windows down. You got a little bit. It. I can't drive fifty five going in the background. Stansberry Americano. Dude, I don't listen to Rock 106.9. Come on, Stansberry. Windows down. Breeze blowing through his hair. I like it. I like it. Feeling good. Feeling great, man. Feeling happy. Feeling great. Feeling like tomorrow's Friday. Weekend's coming. Everything's good. And then it happens. <laughs> what I've been worried will happen for six months now. Car just dies on the freeway. Now, I got to be real careful here because I was just dragged into my boss's office yesterday and told, quit bitching about how little money you make on the radio. Okay. And I told him I would. Okay. So I'm not going to bitch about it. I'm just going to once an hour remind you that I don't have a vehicle. And that's how I'm going to bitch about it. So... Luckily, not a lot of people around me, and like nobody got hurt. Right, right? right was right, able to get right, on the side right, of the road. Right, right. And a, a uh, breakdown not nearly as bad as an accident. No, no, obviously. no, no. And so, like, but I was really worried this was going to happen last Friday because I started to feel on my way up to the Agora, and it was rush hour, and there's semis everywhere. And like, luckily, it didn't happen then. Like, luckily, I got that lucky to magically be on a road where nobody was around. I mean, think about that, dude. Like, dude, in the last like six months, you and I were both afraid to drive on the freeway. Yeah, oh, dude, I was in that position. I was in that position for sure a month ago. We got to get this thing not ranked 15th or 20th or whatever we are in this market. Try to do a better job. We should. We should do we should. a better job. Um, but, dude, it's a uh, it's, it's a crappy situation to be in when yeah, you know your awful. car. I'm just mad and bitter right now. When you know your car is going to break down and then it does, it's just like, son now, of a bitch. This will... I think people are going to be shocked to find this out about me because I'm known for like fits of anger and rage and to freak out. But this is so true of me. My friend Heather told me this yesterday. I said to her, I was like, oddly, I was like, I'm not freaking out. And she said, no, I knew you wouldn't be. You are legitimately the guy who sweats the small stuff. She's yeah. like, if a computer doesn't yeah. work, you want to throw a keyboard. If your life is in complete disarray, she's like, you are. She's like, you are very zen in those moments of, eh, all right, something will work out. She's like, the big things don't worry you at all. She's like, somehow you get like your head wrapped around it and you know you'll find a way through it. Where like the little day-to-day stuff is the stuff that makes you, and she's like, that's why you're going to die early. She's like, you know, you're so stressed out day-to-day. 
But like, yeah, like I'm not even, I'm just not worried. Well, I mean, you, you know, it will take care of itself. It's, and then let's be real too. It's not like, um, you have a, a life where like you're 100% dependent on your car. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, today's that, Friday. I don't have anything to do right. all weekend. I got good bars walking distance. I'm going to get pretty drunk tonight. You don't have kids. You know what I'm yeah. saying? How much more complicated is it when you have kids and they have to, their schedule Soccer where they need to be and all, all that stuff, stupid right. stuff, right? Where at least with you, it's like, well, dude, if I have to lay low for 72 hours until I can get something figured out or, or whatever the case is. And I mean, we live relatively close to each other. We live relatively close to work. You know what I mean? And so, not having any money to do things on the weekend helps. You <laughs> right, know what I mean? That right, totally helps. Right, right. Yeah, right. You can watch Netflix. I'm not, by the way, I'm not bitching about that about here. Maybe I'm blaming that on the Agora. Maybe I don't make enough money. There, there, you, go. there you go. There you go. <laughs> I shouldn't do no, it. You shouldn't. No, you I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't. But here's the thing. Like, I am in one of these situations now where it's like, okay, well, what am I going to do? Because there's a little bit of me that's like, well, I mean, car dealerships are the radio station's bread and butter. Make a lot of money off car dealerships. You know what I mean? It's like the number one uh, advertising money. source of radio stations. Rightfully so, dude. I mean, you know, car dealerships and radio stations so hand I in hand. I kind of feel like if I go out and buy a car this weekend, aren't I robbing us of an opportunity here? Mm-hmm. That feels like it's I me. feel like I'm robbing us of like an opportunity. But, you know, so, like, hey. I don't know what I do. So, and here's the thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to make anybody angry. I legitimately am going to go to him today and say, what do you want me to do here? Because there is a really good opportunity to get one of our really good clients up next to the number one show in the market you know what i mean like there is that or you know what i mean and now those things don't happen quick though it's not like this somebody's gonna be like oh okay yeah let's fix this tomorrow so you know that's what he may say to me so i may end up having to do like a uh you know some sort of a band-aid situation until we get there but honestly i'm not gonna freak out about it i'm gonna you know what i mean if my computer was broken right now i'd be screaming but like this, I just, you know what I mean? I'm going to choose to be like, you know, it's the weekend, whatever. I'm, I'm not feeling all that great. I'm a little under the weather because I've been playing a lot of outdoor golf when I shouldn't be. And so, you know what? I'll just use this as an opportunity to load up on cold medicine and sleep all weekend. What's the uh, saying about the, the prayers and the things you can control and the things you can't? You know what I mean? Like I've never been to AA. I don't know. Things, I don't know. Some things are out of your control. Just said I was going to get drunk all weekend. <laughs> some things are out of your control and you can't do anything about it. So, like, there yeah, is no. a little bit of just like, well, what do you, what do you want me to do? Yeah, not, I mean, uh, not much you can do. And so, like, you know, getting angry about it isn't going to fix it. You know what I mean? And it, and it's, and, and, well, here's the thing. Like, Dan Stansbury. Well, no, the difference that. there is, right, is that <laughs> when I talk, when I get angry about stuff that goes wrong in here, it's like, they know that and it's broken every day and so like that's why like this is something that just happened welcome to life um you know it's an exciting thing for you honestly it's like well this sucks it does there's no doubt what's exciting is i'll have a car i can take a girl out to dinner within in, in like, like three with, months within a couple right. months or a couple weeks dude within i would say within a couple days couple weeks here you're gonna have a new car and that is exciting you'll feel better you'll be like damn dude look yeah, at this dude car. insurance going up i love it well, car payment that's well, what i needed that's what walk. i needed that's what i needed as my fingers are crossed on rent day sort of stop right there <laughs> I don't know what to tell you then, man. Uh, you know what I mean? It's uh, Dude, these are life problems. Everybody's got these problems. You know what I mean? Everybody's got car payments. Everybody, you know, Everybody's got insurance. But everybody doesn't know how they're going to make the next payment. You know what I mean? So I know this isn't like a, a solely a me thing. It's just the first time I've had to deal with it in a little while. But, uh, but it did happen yesterday. I do want to do this. Because Patriot towing out of Maslin yesterday came really fast. Like when I, because I have AAA and they, they they dispatched them out, but they were really fast. Dude was super cool, knew what he was doing, got me out of there really fast, and uh, you know got me back home super quick. So those guys were on it yesterday. I want to make sure uh, they get the credit where credit is due. Um, apparently, Phantom, the hangover is yeah. going to end. Like a dude has found a way for us to not get hangovers anymore. We'll give you that next on the Stansbury Show. Nine. Stansberry Show, Rock 1069, online for you, WRQK.com. 
apparently their fans don't find a video of a kid building a backyard roller coaster. Seems like a terrible idea. It seems like you're going to get lawsuits from the neighbors. Right? When one of their when one of their kids gets hurt. Inevitably in like July, we're going to be talking about, hey, remember when we told you there was that kid that built a backyard roller coaster? Well, three of his friends are dead. Yeah. It does kind of sound like that. It does look interesting, though. It looks well constructed. But a student built it. Right, exactly. Honestly, dude, I'm, I'm not big on like the IX Indoor Amusement Park or like those those amusement parks that'll come in the in the, in the the parking lot of places. Uh, yeah, I don't dude. do that. Like, here's the thing. When I was a kid, my parents wouldn't let me ride stuff like that. Like if the, we went to like the street fair. Did you get so pissed at your mom? Mom, everyone yeah. else is doing it. Or were you just shoveling funnel cake down your throat at an alarming rate? We'd go to like the St. Wenceslas <laughs> uh, like home days. And yeah, you couldn't. They were like, no, I, my dad said, my, I, my dad would always say, Daniel, that thing was built yesterday by that guy, right. by that and right. point and by that guy. And I, and I was like eight and like, he expected me to have like real world logic. Like, oh yeah, I get what you mean. You know what I mean? God, and that was before math. You can only imagine how bad it is now. And they always won by saying this. You can ride your bike to Joggy Lake from where we right, live. Right. We buy you a season pass to Joggy right. Lake every summer. There's all the rides you need. You're not riding these. We came here to get you fatter. This is about elephant ears. Rides us tomorrow, Joggy Lake. That was always like there their thing. Go. So yeah, I wasn't allowed to ride stuff like that. There so you go. know, I would probably, uh, I would probably not ride a backyard roller coaster. Nah, I know it seems a little, seems a little risky to me. It seems a little insane. You know what? I forgot to ask you uh, wh- when we opened the program up, and I'm sorry. I just got a little all self, right. I got a little self-involved in my own problems there. It's all right. Uh, as I'm known to do occasionally. <laughs> Uh, dude, what did the what did the Cavaliers do yesterday? Did I hear right? We're getting Andrew Bogut. That's uh, happening. Um, well, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's 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 hold the horses there. Uh, first of all, the Cavaliers won yesterday, so there's a little That's bit of, there's a little bit of victory right we there. We like that. Um, also, in the NBA as a whole, I don't think uh, trade deadline was nearly as exciting as people thought it was going to be. The Cavaliers included there because they really didn't do anything via trade yesterday. Um, I will uh, I will I will say they did make moves because they got Kyle Korver, and that was a trade, and that was uh, towards the towards the trade deadline. So. It's not like they sat on their hands, um, but yesterday they did sit on their hands a little bit. Nothing really happened with them other than the rumors of free agents, both Andrew uh, Andrew Bogut and uh, Darren Williams going to be coming to the Cavaliers. Now, neither of those things are confirmed. Like Neither of those things have happened yet, but it seems, it seems like likely. all signs are pointing towards that happening. So I, uh, I'm i excited as a Cavs fan for those possibilities. Those are exactly what we need as a, as, so as, as like a team right now. So you like the move of Bogut? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, wasn't, yeah. wasn't I hearing in the series against us that he was just aging. Oh, he's certainly aging, but I mean, you need another big dude with experience okay. and is able to go on there and, and go do something. So yeah, he's certainly aging, and I'm not looking at him for like major moments. And knows the Warriors. And knows the Warriors knows is an experienced Warriors. basketball player. So we can say about Williams too, where it's like those guys both. I don't little, know much about him. A little bit on the older side, but at the same time, that's what you want is dudes who are able to step up in big moments and guys who are able to when you know you're in the Eastern Conference Finals and you're in Game Six. Those dudes aren't intimidated by the moment. So if 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 this comes to be, I feel like the Cavaliers um in a prime position to go for a a def- or a uh, a repeat of championship performance there and I honestly I I don't know how you don't give uh general manager David Griffin like all the credit in the world. The Cavs had no trade values no 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 anything to work with no pieces, no parts, no anything to work with and no somehow or, and somehow or another Kyle Korver 
Bogut and two Williamses are going to be on the Cavs. Where it's like, dude, how how did you do this? That's actually a really good way to look I, at I, it. I don't, and, and nobody will talk about him as GM of the year because he has LeBron, and everyone will be like, oh, yeah, sometimes oh, LeBron I, superstars, right? Honestly, you know what? He will get looked over because when you have a player that transformative, right. people just stop paying attention to the moves you're doing. But I you're mean, right. It's 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 incredible what this guy has been able to do. Since Instead, what will happen is LeBron will get credit for making all those dudes better. Since LeBron has came back, the way that the Cavs have been able to change their change their plan, change their team, change what they need to do, and and it it, it really has been impressive from an NBA fan perspective. So I'm excited, man. I hope this happens. Uh, they've got until the middle of March to sign free agents, so it's not necessarily trading's going, done. But you can yeah. you can sign you can sign free agents, sign guys players. that aren't necessarily on teams right now. And you'll start to see uh, you'll start to see uh, D leaguers getting called up too because you're in that position where everyone's finalizing their rosters for the playoff push. Speaking of that, we do have a four pack of uh, charge <laughs> tickets. We'll pass those out at nine thirty this morning. I have another question for you. Okay, and uh, maybe you don't have the pro answer. wrestling. Give me pro no, wrestling, no, no. Cavs and wrestling. No wrestling, okay. maybe later. All right. I uh, but I do have this question for you, and I'm sorry if you don't have the answer. Let me think. But why am I supposed to care? About a giraffe giving birth. All right. So why, why am I supposed to care about this? Now it's the live stream of the Brooklyn Zoo or which zoo is it's, it? You know? It's New York. Okay. I think. I okay. don't. I don't know which one, but I do think it is New York. Okay. So because uh, honestly, I haven't paid much attention. Once I heard like a giraffe giving birth was a big deal yesterday, I was like, I hate my plan. I don't. I don't understand <laughs> it either. I, I've I've seen people sharing it and people getting hype over it. And oh my god, when is this giraffe going to be born? And I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Giraffes get born all the time. I remember in like in like health class in ninth grade we. Had to watch the Miracle of Life video, and it featured a giraffe being born. So, like, what are we all like? We've seen this. It's not. Oh you yeah, can, you can YouTube it right now. Hey, did you see there were people like trolling people online yesterday talking about? Well, I just want to see the egg come out, and they were trying to convince people that giraffes uh, birthed uh, by egg. I'm sure there's people by out there egg. who were like, "Well, maybe no, it's possible." Dude, the comments were hysterical. There were so many people that were buying into that. It would, uh, but why am I supposed to care? I don't understand. Like you're a zoo person. Giraffes aren't even like endangered. Like if at least if it was like a panda and their baby pandas, you're like, oh my god, well at least pandas might survive. Like your giraffes are everywhere. You're a member of both the Cleveland and and, a- and the Akron Zoo, Indeed I am. and you don't care about this. So no. why are we pointing cameras at no. this? And listen, no matter what, okay, it's the miracle. I mean, of it's life. nice. And well, yeah, it sure. Another giraffe, sure. I'm not going to complain about it, but like, oh, the miracle of life. And when you have a baby, you'll want to watch. But it's like that's not my baby, and I don't want to watch. Like it's gross, man. There's going to be all that like placenta juice that falls out on that giraffe. Because you got to think, you were giraffe being born. You've got you've got a three foot fall out of your mother's. Vagina, boom! Well, you hit the ground. You hit the ground, and then, and then the placenta, that bag of of trash geez, of juice, just falls, falls right on top of you. Okay, when do we tell them that the giraffe's probably going to lay down again? No, birth? dude, I'm telling you, I've seen giraffe births before, dude. Stop. I'm telling you right now, they stand I'm on all right fours now. and they just, just shut up, it like it's and hot. they just they, it like it's hot. Dude, wait a minute, are you kidding me? I, I, and I don't feel like an idiot for not knowing this because I'm not supposed to know how giraffes give birth. I know how a human does it. I even know how humans get pregnant. I've managed not to do that. To, you, what, I can't believe I'm going to say that on a Friday. Where's Wood? See? You got the, All right, you got the, so she's about to drop this. This is in the wild. Okay, I'm well. Telling you. Well, wait a minute. You think well, the zoo animals don't know well, they're not in the wild? On. Dude, homeless people are technically in the wild. They Do they urinate outside? Look at this, look I at do this. it inside. This thing's going to come out. It's, oh, it's being born breech, feet first. Jeez, oh. 
See, and why do we why do we need to watch this? What are we doing with our lives right now, bro? Bro, that is disgusting. Yeah, that oh is. Oh my god! And this is what people want to watch live streaming. Oh my god! The miracle of life. I'm not gonna be able to unsee that. No, dude, I should make people watch that for Rob Zombie tickets. That's how hard <laughs> that is to watch. Oh my god! Here it comes. Ice. Oh, well, I guess if that's yeah, I mean, I guess you technically kind of crap them out, Bloop. right? Like you can't. Bloop. I guess maybe you can lay down. Life's got to be terrible, dude. You drop three feet, and then your mom craps that full time. If on you, you dropped a human baby on the ground at birth, there's like you get paid ten million dollars. <laughs> Giraffes, that's just the way it goes. That's the way it goes. So I don't know why we're supposed to care about it, but it's 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 trendy now. Oh, bro, I am not feeling the greatest after that. No. <laughs> I don't, know. I I don't not, think anyone's feeling I, great I'm after not this. I'm feeling great after that. I'm being told that the giraffes were actually just moved to the threatened list. Do you, well, is that true? I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Well, I'm not. The I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't necessarily have Come to Come on, Jack. Hannah, get I, on I don't have a count of, of live giraffes right now. Dude, why so aren't you out in the wild catching giraffes from <laughs> before they hit the ground like you were saving kids <laughs> out of cheetah pits? Just hold arms Dude, out. Come here. Any animal-like situation that that is urgent, you should be on. Sorry, Harambe. Yeah, you should have been on that. Take the blame on you that one, been too. On that. I'll take the you should have been on that one, for sure. I'm being asked if we do have Rob Zombie tickets. If we do, 8.30, we'll pass those out. <clears throat> NASCAR's in trouble for something that I just can't make sense of. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll try to figure that out together next on Rock 106. This report is brought to you by the Greater Cleveland Auto Show. 6.9. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show on Rock 106.9. 8.30, we'll pass out a pair of tickets for uh, Rob Zombie up at the House of Blues July uh, the 11th. And 9.30, we have a four-pack of tickets for the Camp Charge game Sunday at the Civic Center. Ask Fantone will be your in-arena host for that. Sunday is also Daytona Day. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The Daytona 500, which is like the Super Bowl of uh, of NASCAR, which is weird because it like kind of kicks off the season. Yeah, how does that work? Like, I, how can it be the Super Bowl? Honestly, the point system and all this stuff with NASCAR, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not I'm not all that knowledgeable about how they keep track and who does what and this and that. I'm, I do I like Kevin Harvick. I watch racing a little bit here and there. I'm not like a huge fan, but I'll check in on it occasionally. Is there? I guess I, I have no I have no real like knowledge of NASCAR. So is there like a, like a grand champion? Like, is it if you have po- is it points or is it like yeah? They, it's not if you win one race, that's the race to win. No, 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 no. It's it, it's well. I believe it's the chase to the cup is what they call it. It's okay. a lot like golf, where it's like you collect points by where you finish in races and winning gets you more. Okay, and then you kind of go up and down and like you know Rankings that whole thing. And, okay, all right. And all I think right. they race at Daytona more than once. But I uh, but but it's you know Daytona is on Sunday, and so like this whole week is kind of like you know Daytona week, and NASCAR's in some trouble with their audience. Have you ever been to a NASCAR? You ever, you ever no, done it? No, we took people, but I didn't go. Like, like we didn't get tickets. That's how cool the radio station was. Is like <laughs> we we had to take people to Michigan to go uh, Michigan to go to the race. They got tickets and we didn't. Yeah, I uh, racing really big in Michigan when I worked up there. It was always like a huge like. And I'm not here. It's awesome. I mean, I've been to like I've a, been to like the, like the party of it. I've been to like races, but I've never been to like a NASCAR. And like the the thing with it is, and I don't, I genuinely don't give a damn about NASCAR, but I do want to go just to go breathe it in just to go like see what this is all about because that's what they're always talking about it's like dude the live event man everybody's there and you feel that roar and like all that stuff and they're cool to their fans you can bring your own yeah. beer you know what i mean they're i mean they kind of get you know who they're appealing to. i do want to go to one yeah we huh? should honestly we should do that we should send people to michigan to go to a nascar race we for, should totally for somebody that. that's like eh, racing i, I do want to go check one out 
But Monster Energy Drink has like I, I guess now they must be like one of the sponsors of this or whatever, yeah, right? Of course, of course. And of course, go kind of go hand in hand there. Right. Yeah, they'll they'll slap their logo on literally anything. You get a huge collection of people not wearing sleeves. Monster wants to be right there. Yeah, NASCAR not afraid Wrestling, to get the logo slapped. NASCAR that they want to be right there, right? And so they have like their Monster Energy like girl street team like chicks, right? Okay. And everybody knows these. You know, yeah. dude, all the liquor companies have these, all the soda companies have these. Everybody's got these. Radio stations used to have these. Yeah. They were called promotions department and primarily they were made up of really pretty girls. Okay, and this is the way they, uh, and this is just the way it works. Welcome to the world, sex sells. Yeah, I mean, right? beverages in particular are really big on this. You're right. Every bar you go to, and there's, oh, look, it's the Miller Lite the girls. girls are here. All or, that, right. all that is, is some hot girl named Rebecca that was like, okay, yeah, you can pay me twenty three dollars an hour, and I'll go out there and get sexually harassed for three hours. And, and she and, likes yeah. it because she can write model on her bio, right? And and everybody wins, right? right? And she you, doesn't have to have a real job. She doesn't have to like work at TJ Maxx or, right. or at Applebee's, and she can, you know, just just score. On I'm being hot. Yeah, you're right. Good for her. <laughs> exactly. For her, right? You sell more products. She gets told she's pretty, which she wants. Everybody wins. Damn, I wish right? I was hot. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, be nice. That would be nice. be nice. But they put these girls out in like black leggings, boots, and corsets, and now people are freaking out. Okay. And I don't get it because I'm willing to bet most of the people bitching about this, if you, if I go out to their garage, there's a Matco like calendar out there of some girl half-dressed straddling a Camaro. And so I, I don't understand. Is it because it was on television? That's what the problem is here. And like, and normally I would dismiss this as people bitching, and I right. would say, you know what this is? This is women bitching about prettier women being on TV. Okay. And I would normally throw this out, but it's guys. Like, all right, I, and I, not here locally. This guy's from Illinois. He says the Monster Victory Lane girls look like hookers. What's up with that at NASCAR? So they're not. And then another one. Now, this is a woman. She said, pretty girls and racing go together. No argument. However, monster drink. I think this is too much. NASCAR is a family show. Is it? All sports are supposed to be right. Those, okay. Now, I yes. All sports are supposed and to be. And I would say that NASCAR, like any like basketball, could totally be a family sport. But guys die on the track. Guys get out of the car and beat each other up on the track. Like it's nothing for those dudes to get out and swing helmets at one another. Is that family entertainment? I don't feel like that's family entertainment. I mean, if you're I wouldn't take my kids to the corner to watch a street fight, you'd take them to a hockey game, right? Take kids to a hockey game. Fair point. I mean, so fair uh, point. And, and I mean, you take them to a football game, which is just as violent, well, if not more so. Actually, I wouldn't take my. My my young child to a football game. I wouldn't because I know what the audience is and I know what they're going to hear. I know what they're going to see. I know what they're going to smell. And I would honestly, I would. I'm not oh. knocking you if you do. I'm saying me personally, I don't want to put my kid in that environment. All all sports teams have made a real and concentrated effort to kind of take care Fan of that. Fan zones and right, 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 and and have tried to cut back on that significantly and in, in, in an effort to have more young viewers and to get kids more interested into into you know I mean and that's how you grow your product, especially something as big. As a pro sport, where like, hey, I have to make this okay for this mom to say her seven year old can watch it, so he starts to idolize Jimmy Johnson or whoever the hell the, the NASCAR race. I mean, the are. Victory Lane girls used to be in bikinis, right? And 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 I mean, I mean, right? So so progress is being made here. What I'm saying is. This I don't want to go overboard and be like, oh my god, we're homogenizing the world and we're becoming sissies. I don't want to go too far here, right? Because it is sex, and I think really, if I'm going to be honest, if I'm going to go to a place of common sense, right. where where Monster really went wrong here wasn't the leggings, it's not the boots, it's not even the sexiness, it's the corset. There's something about a corset that rings naughty. 
I think even worse than a bikini. Now, I guess they used to have the Victory Lane girl for a little while in like a fire suit. Okay. But let's be honest. If it's a TV show, they want to have them looking good. Yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. And you want, I mean, like you said earlier, sex sells. There's no debating that. And, and, and I mean, let's be real, too. Like, all right, so we're doing a NASCAR race and the Monster Energy chicks, oh, they're wearing something kind of sexy. Well, we go to a commercial immediately after that that's Carl's Jr. And it's Kate Upton, like, rolling around all over and eating that burger, right? You know what I mean? Like, there's sex in those Miller Lite ads. There's sex in those, in those, all those ads. So. I mean, this is what I'm always talking about, and I'm being told now that you know that the Miss uh, you know Sprint Cup was always a classy lady in the past. That's a flat out lie. I'm looking at photos of them. They were like totally like dressed like I don't want uh, uh, no not dressed like anything, but they were definitely being used for their body and how they look. They're, this chick is in a string bikini as a Miss Sprint, or it wasn't Sprint back then, but whatever the cup was. I think it honestly wasn't it the Winston Cup. It's Family Entertainment. Here's the cigarettes. Family Entertainment. You got alcohol advertised on yeah. things that are going 200 miles per hour. Yeah. What the hell are we talking about? Yeah. That's true. That's not family That's entertainment. True. Hey, beer, 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 as it goes by at 180. Now all sports have. I get, no, I'm not knocking NASCAR. I like it. I'm a, I'm a Harvick fan. I hope he wins. All sports have have adult uh, advertisers. All sports do. And they need to. Otherwise, they wouldn't be a thing. And like NFL cheerleaders, NBA cheerleaders, and they're all scantily clad. No one's complaining about that. Well, I if mean, anything, those NBA cheerleaders are wearing less than these chicks are, than these Monster Energy chicks are I, for sure. It's the corset. It has to be. It's because the boobs are smashed together. If you, I guarantee you, if I put a girl out there in monster leggings, thigh high boots, and I gave her a sh- like like a skimpy black tank top, nobody says anything. Right. It's the corset. I think. Right. And I mean, because looking at those chicks, it does seem like if I saw that chick at the bar, I mean, I'd probably give her a double look, but I wouldn't be like, oh my god. If I saw a chick wearing a Cavs girl outfit to a bar, I'd be like, oh my god, I cannot believe you're wearing that here. So Especially I don't know if you why... took the team colors off of it. Right. Because oh, yeah. of, because of just... the style and sizing. If it was just the same clothes, if it was just the same amount of coverage, I would be like, dude, you can't wear that to Buzzman. No. Uh, you can. I don't Please care what you do. Please do. It's Friday. I don't care what you do. Please do but it. But if somebody wore that Monster Energy Girls outfit to Buzzbin, I'd be like, okay. I just think you got to be real careful when you start using the It's Family Entertainment. I think you got to be real careful because, dude, what do I always say? You start pointing fingers, people start looking inward. And it's like, you got to be real careful because you, you brought it up. There's sex in every single one of those advertising. Yeah. So what do you do? You send your kid to the bedroom during the commercial break? Right. No, you, of course you can't. I mean, it, I can make the argument that maybe he doesn't even pay attention to the chicks because he's listening to what Ricky Wallace or whatever the hell one of these dudes' names is saying, right? Now we all know what it's like to be thirteen. He ain't listening to a damn thing. No, Walt dude, if there's boobs, yeah, or, all you have to do is draw a picture like that of boobs on a piece of paper, and you're like, yeah, dude, I love it. I'm thirteen. He's just laying behind the, you know, the recliner, yeah. furiously masturbating but, the mascot. Uh, yeah, I mean, but welcome hey, to the world, right? Yeah, this isn't this isn't new behavior, yeah, right? I mean, a little bit of it. I, all right, I'm not gonna tell you your kid masturbating is healthy, but like at the end of the day, I mean, dude, welcome to be coming into your own. I got to make sure it works. I just, you know, you know, what, I'm know what I mean. I, I <laughs> just test it out a couple. I, times. I, I think the corset might be when. Really, why I want to talk about it, I was shocked to find guys were upset about it. I was like, what's happening? Shocked to find guys were upset about it. 
Um, a little bit shocked to find out that like NASCAR fans, who I've always viewed as as people who are a little more on the conservative side, a little bit more, you know, in, in, in a lot in of the, rebel flags in the infield. In the times of quit being so PC, quit quit being such a little snowflake about everything. I mean, like, are you intimidated by hot chicks? Like, what's happening here? Like, what I, I, is is wow. is that not? I, wow. I, I don't get it. I, I I don't I don't get it. Like, what are you bitching about? Wow, I had no. I, yeah, I didn't even think about that. You know, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that, but you're right. It, 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 this, it, it just goes to what I'm always saying is like everybody wants to say, everybody wants to talk about what their freedoms are and this and that. But the moment you don't like something, then you want everything to change. And that's like, that's why you got to be careful. Take a deep breath and realize, like, here's the thing. Those girls look hot on TV. They're not coming to your house to straddle the face of your teenager. Like, you know what I mean? You can barely send your kids to school anymore because they can have sex with teachers. You're worried about monster energy drink chicks. That's what we're going to get all hot and bothered about. Seems weird to me. Just seems strange. All right. Recreational weed smokers. Things are getting bad. Oh, We'll fill you in next on Rock 106. This report is brought to you by the Greater Cleveland Auto Show. Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Just a reminder, the Canton Charger in action this Sunday against the main Red Claws. That game starts at 3 o'clock. Your tickets start just at $8. You can pick them up at the Civic Center box office or at cantoncharge.com. Again, they start just 8 bucks. 3 p.m. tip-off. Fantones are in Arena House. We actually have a four-pack of tickets, but we'll pass those out at 9.30, but you can pick up a pair at cantoncharge.com or at the Civic Center box office. Pretty hype, dude. Uh, D-League gets better after the All-Star break. I've always like, said it. Like basketball. Right. I mean, yeah. these dudes these dudes know that they are literally seconds away from an NBA contract. They go out there. They play hard every single night. Quinn Cook, uh, Eric Moreland, both getting serious looks from NBA teams right now. So uh, stop on by Sunday, 3 o'clock. That'll be good. Excited, baby. So apparently our federal government is going to start uh, cracking down on recreational marijuana in the states that legalized it. Okay. And I can't for the life of me figure out why. And I have a guy on Twitter that says, bring the hammer down. I hope they confiscate all the money that they collected for it in taxes. I do too. And I hope they disperse it so you can stop bitching about government programs. Somebody's going to have to walk me through on what the problem with this is. Now, I understand, I always say this, that I fight for recreational marijuana because I'm a fan of the product. So I will admit that I'm approaching this from a place of bias, okay? I will admit that. Yeah, but bias doesn't necessarily mean you're incorrect. Right. Somebody needs to explain to me how Colorado collected so much damn money that they're now giving it back to people. Is And I think that's what the federal government doesn't like. And... Primarily, Trump had said that rec- that this marijuana issue should be a state-by-state issue, state's issue, right? And up until this point, it pretty much has been. Now, my problem with that, though, is, is that I'm starting to feel like this guy just says state's issue because he doesn't want to get involved in anything. It's starting to sound like, I don't know what I'm doing. It is starting to sound like, I don't want to have an opinion. It's starting to sound like that. Now, I don't know if that's the reality. I'm not saying that it is. Now, you go back to President Obama, who famously said, we've got bigger fish to fry. This is one part where President Obama and I agree. There were many. It's not the only one, but we agree here. And again, I'm approaching this from a place of bias. We'll totally admit it. But I've never heard anybody who opposes this give me a really good argument outside of, well, my kids are going to get high. 
I've never heard a good argument outside of that. I've listened to all kinds of people on this issue. Nobody's ever made sense on the other side of this, ever. Your kids are getting high anyway, dude. Exactly. That's why, that's why nobody's ever made sense anyway, ever. Yeah, your kids are probably doing dabs. You're like, what are dabs? I don't even know what dabs are. It's a dance move, right? No, dude. Uh, your kids probably don't even want weed. No. It's probably not cool enough. Probably doing drugs you never even heard of before. Square. I, I just... Some, and again, I've asked this guy for the answer on why he wants the hammer to come down. And of course, I don't have one. I mean, like... Because here's what kills me. This is something Americans can make, cultivate, and sell. And we don't need another country to do it. Duh. Wake up, America. Wake up. The more things you make, cultivate, and sell on your own and hire people to do it, guess what happens? Your economy gets better, dumbasses. Now, I understand some of you just have reefer madness, and I don't mean to call you a dumbass. That's, you know what? That's in, I shouldn't do that. I'll walk that back. I apologize. Let's be friends. Let's not part as enemies here. But let's be realistic. The only thing Americans make anymore are more Americans. Yeah. Just tell me how that's good. Tell me how the math adds up. The math doesn't add up. That's why we're in the streets fighting for $15 an hour. This is an industry that is blowing wide open. As a guy who lived in a marijuana relaxed state in Oregon where it was not legal for recreational use, you could grow a little bit here and there when I lived there. Now you totally you can walk into a store and buy marijuana. And I went back over the summer. The positive changes that I saw from living there four years ago to when I was there this summer were astronomical the money flowing through that valley was crazy people that hadn't worked in 10 years had jobs it looked like a major success because it was a major success yeah i mean at this point obviously the sky has not fallen in any of these places dc included you know what i mean like i mean dc (laughs) i'm being told he needs 20 billion dollars to build his wall bro the wall first of all there's no wall Have you not seen the border of this country? What's he going to do? Levitate the wall over the parts where the water are? You're not getting a wall, bro. You're getting a fence. You'll get a fence. You don't need $20 billion for a fence. Well, and if he does need $20 billion, if President Trump is going to use $20 billion for a fence, sounds like legalizing weed would would revenue, uh, you know, would generate more than enough revenue for that. Why why would you penalize somebody and then take the money and then cut that off? If, if, if the wall's so goddamn important, don't you go, well, wait a minute. That thing will easily pay for it. Well, what's else, what else does it pay for? There's a little bit of this that we don't want to set. We don't want to walk back the lie that you can't be successful if you smoke weed. We've been telling kids that forever. But we all, now, but we, I, I mean, I feel like most people know that to be false. Yeah, but people don't want to admit it out loud. Don't want to admit it to their kids. Yeah. I, but, and here's the thing. I guess. Okay. I will meet you anti-marijuana people. I'll meet you halfway. You ready? You got to remember, I'm the guy that tells you that it's that it's wildly irresponsible to tell a chill to tell children that marijuana isn't addictive. Marijuana is absolutely addictive. Oh, I, I, all I you have to do is look at my life. Marijuana is absolutely addictive. I constantly make deals with myself. No, no, no. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to do your 40. Grow up. Just stop doing this. Not do it anymore. Not do it anymore. Then I run out, and what do I do? The first person I call is the dude who can bring me more. That word for word. 
is addiction. Welcome to it. It's ignorant to even make the argument that it's not destructive at times. I mean, obviously, there are people who have ruined their lives via marijuana. Yeah, that's a very real possibility. But you could say the exact same thing about Bud Light. So I don't, you know, these are marijuana is well within the realm of what we allow our adults to do. We allow our adults to smoke cigarettes and jump out of planes and go 100 miles per hour. You know what I mean? Like we, those are all things that 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 is within the realm of of the risk that we take upon ourselves as free Americans. And like the thing is with conservatives, I don't understand how you can how you can be anti marijuana, dude. Less government in my life. Less government telling me what to do. I think the same thing about gay or about you know conservatives and gays is like, well, who's the government to tell me whether I can or cannot do something? Right. If you want, less you want the government, government out of your wallet, but all of a sudden you want them in your bedroom and in your joints. Damn like, right. It's really weird. Right. It, it is. It's that that whole thing is weird. I like smaller government too, but that whole thing is really strange. I want the government less in my pocket too. State rights, but, state rights, state rights. I can't. I, I, kids can't piss where they want to go go because it's sexual orientation. But it, but now the federal government can tell me I can't smoke pot. So let me get this straight. The one thing America has in abundance is land. Uh-huh. We got farmlands. Yeah. And we could hire a bunch of people to do it. Yeah. And then we could occupy this land. We get multi sources, multi purposes out of a piece of land, and it just rains money from the sky. And I'm being told the only argument is the treaty we signed. Bro, stop using BS. You just don't like weed and you think the people that smoke it are dirtbags. Just admit it. I don't care. I don't care what your opinion of me is. Think I'm a dirtbag. I don't care. I think you're short-sighted for not wanting us to just have it. Dude, it will look like, honestly, it will look like Gatsby's on a Saturday night. Just dollar bills falling from the sky. Just making it rain. Weed dudes making it rain. I don't understand this. We can make it. We can employ people, and it just fixes a ton of problems. It takes away the biggest cash crop from drug cartels. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of money to be made in cocaine and heroin and all the other drugs, but the biggest drug in the country, hands down, is marijuana. And if you take that away from drug cartels, that's a huge source of of income. That's a huge source of, of revenue for them. It's also, bro, it's also taking the drug war away from American law enforcement, and there's so much money. I can't believe Trump. A lot of that. President Trump didn't decide to play his cards a little bit differently here because, honestly, if you ask me, if you federally legalized marijuana as, as president, President Trump, you would guarantee another four years. More than enough people would be like, dude, told you it wasn't that bad. Smoking weed's cool. And they would just go for it. And, and, and like, I think more than enough people would be like, all right, well, he's not that bad. He gave me free weed. He gave me legal weed. Rob says here, I, I have no problem with legalizing marijuana, but I want a way to test when somebody is driving like we have for alcohol. Rob, they are circling the drain on that. We're getting closer and closer Agreed. every day. And what I will say is, is I, I we'll wait until we do. That's going to be your answer, and I understand it, and it's not an invalid point. But we were driving behind the wheel of a car without an alcohol test forever. We already have an alcohol test, and we still need to put up the digital numbers on the billboards of how many people died in alcohol-related deaths. Also, if you go to YouTube and search, they had people drink and had people smoke weed and put them through driving tests. The, the, now, I'm not going to tell you it's safe to drive while being high. It's not. I'm not going to advocate that. Shouldn't okay? I'm not going to advocate that. But like people tell me vaping is safer than cigarettes, driving on marijuana is safer than driving on alcohol. It cannot be denied. There's science behind it now. The tests are out there. You can watch them on YouTube. I've done it a million times. There's tests out there. Scientists, degrees, telling you for fact it's true. Now, I know some of you don't like scientists because they tell you that the world's getting warmer and you don't buy that either. 
told me the world was round. I don't know if I'd buy that. Oh, uh, well, dude, it might be flat. It might know. be. I don't know. Could be. I don't know. And, and dude, I think the draft finally laid its egg, too. So that's Is that what, right? I think. I think. I just... We need jobs. We need money. We need jobs. We need money. Hey, this does both. No. What's the argument? I don't know. I don't like it, and I don't like the people who do it. Well, that's not enough. Sorry. This isn't the Stone Ages. It's the Stoner Ages, man. The Stoner Ages, bro. All right, let's go do this whole thing about how we came out of the cave and found <laughs> fire and went over the mountain, and this is the next, this is the next, you know, you know, the thing that we got to, like, conquer. And no, I got the Stone Age over here. Straight fire, bro. Straight fire. I know you guys think you're going to wake up the next day and then the, the marijuana plants on the American flag and dazed and confused is in your mailbox, but that's not what's going to happen. It's not what's going to happen. It's just going to be a ton of money, yeah. and we're going to employ a ton of people. Everyone's going to be high, too. Gonna that's all that's going to happen. But whatever. Like I said, I actually I have firsthand knowledge. Lived in a place where they had relaxed laws that went back after legalization. The amount of people that are back at work that weren't when I left is crazy. The amount of money flowing through that valley now is insane. It's literally dude, first of all, they built 10 more, they built 10 restaurants in the center square. Why? Because more people are around. There's more shopping, more people are around. People are coming to and from. So you got to sell them tacos, you got to sell them burritos, you got to sell them pizza. But way to think it through, reefer madness. Way to think it all the way through. You're cutting off your nose to spite your face while telling people you're being smart, which is literally the definition of stupidity. We'll be back with one more Sansbury show. Hang on. 1069. Come back to the Sansbury show on Rock 1069. If you're carrying around some credit card debt, let's uh, get that fixed. We'll send you to CSEFCU.com. That's the website for CSE Federal Credit Union, your 100% local banking institution. And they're going to take your balance, move it over to a CSE Visa card with a much lower APR. You pay it off faster, get your credit turned around, be able to buy the things you want. We all spend too much money around the holidays. You probably still have it all racked up on those credit cards. Let's get it paid down. Hit up CSEFCU.com for more info. So a lot is made on this program about my dating misadventures. As we know now, this last week, I just had a woman in my house two days ago uh, screaming at me, telling me uh, that she needed to end a situation with me, and I totally understand it. A, uh, uh, we'll recap really fast. A, uh, I was seeing a woman I was doing so privately, and we were spotted at dinner somewhere, and uh, people kind of pieced it together, and uh, a couple of guys reached out to her kids, of all things on social media to say, hey, we know who your mom's dating, which is really weird, because if you walked up to a high school and just started talking to high school kids, you'd be arrested, and I'm pretty sure that's exactly what that is there. Like, people don't know. Well, people, like, do people change the boundaries when they're online. That's weird. I still have a lot of questions about that. I feel very, like, what? Why? I mean, I mean, they, they reached out to-, to her as well. They said something to her as well, but, what, like, it, she's like, I don't care about me. She's like, you know, but she got really protective over her children. I totally got it. And so then the next day, you know, car blows up. So, dude, no woman, no car. Welcome to Friday. Love in my life. Maybe that's why I got a little mad during that marijuana thing, if I'm being honest. And I haven't had breakfast. Okay? So he hasn't had any marijuana either. Kids got guys grumpy. Okay, let's not. That's an alternate fact. Let's, right, uh, let's, right, uh, let's, right. uh, let's, uh, you know what I mean? Let's not lie. And so, uh, so you know, a little on edge. But a lot is made about my uh, dating misadventures. 
All right, as I uh, just make poor choices, and I'm you know I don't think things start. Yeah, yesterday we went through the trials and tribulations of Stansberry's penis, and uh, outside of just what happened this week, I mean, dude, you've uh, you've had some some bad luck, buddy. Yeah, I got stood up on Valentine's Day yeah. once. And, yeah, and then, and then what was that? That one chick went by and my got, girlfriend too. It wasn't even like just a date; it was like a girlfriend. Chick went and got banged out in like a Mexican restaurant bathroom or something. No. Stansberry's puking or I something. F- I found <laughs> out that my girlfriend had cheated on me while I was With at a Mexican friend. restaurant. <laughs> Shout out to Chi-Chi's. Yeah, and then. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, the, I, uh, but, but the news hit me so hard that I vomited. And uh, yeah, just, just, a, just a lot of sad, sad stories about Stansberry's penis yesterday. If you missed oh. it, check the podcast out. It was good stuff. I liked it. Yeah, yesterday's show was pretty good. <laughs> it was all over the map. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was all yeah. over the map, but it, uh, but, but it was pretty good. But I bring this up because I just can't believe the dudes who have better luck than me. Okay. Like a hundred-year-old dude with dementia in a nursing home uh, is getting grinded by a twenty-six-year-old. I got a good job, at least I'm told it's good, and uh, and you know what I mean. Two of them, as a matter of fact, and I can't get a twenty-six-year-old chick to grind on me. What the hell's the matter? Apparently, a caretaker in an assisted living center. Uh, she was filmed performing a sexually provocative dance on a one hundred-year-old resident, doing it as a prank and trying to make the man feel good. Her attorney said. Brittany Fultz, all of 26, pleaded not guilty to gross sexual imposition. Police said uh, she showed her breast and buttocks while she danced in front of and on the man late December. The man has dementia. That's not funny, obviously. But Fultz's attorney said the resident could have uh, told her to stop, but didn't. I, that sounds like a weak argument, lawyer. That sounds like a pretty weak lo- uh, argument, lawyer. And, I mean, honestly, let's who, who's to say... That he wanted her to stop. I mean, dude, well, you're 100 years old and you have dementia. I don't know what he's. I don't know what. And I'm and I'm not trying to make fun of the guy. I'm saying I don't know where I don't know where his mental state was in the moment. Yeah, and you get into a weird territory here when you start talking about elderly people and sexual things, where it's like, is consent still possible for you? And and are you able to At make 100? that decision? Well, I mean, obviously, I don't. Know. We don't know this dude's circumstances, right. and I, I, I mean, obviously, I you're not an assisted living center at a hundred. I would think you would be, no matter how good your brain is working. Right, but I mean, still able to consent to sex. And I mean, dude, you hear well, about dementia it all, would say no, right? You, you hear about it all the time. Old people boning it out with each other, right. like you know, and, and and STD rates in retirement homes and all these different things. Well, what? So just because you have dementia now, are are you still able to have sex with somebody? If a ninety-five year old man is like, and an eighty-four year old woman want to have sex, and he's got dementia? Uh, okay, uh, well, okay, is that so? Out, I want old dudes to get laid too. I just, how do we do it though? Like, you know what I mean? If somebody is 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 chemically, I'm sorry, medically listed as having dementia, like legitimately has dementia, we know it. It's been diagnosed. Like, how do I? And maybe there is an answer to this. Maybe I, I just don't have an MD. But like, how do we know when they're there, cognitive? And making, I mean, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, how do we do that? I don't know what at what point, like, uh, you know, you, you give power of attorney to somebody, or or, 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 you put somebody else in charge of your medical decisions, uh, or something uh, like that. Power of attorney, like, d- depends on when your pants get unbuckled. But like, well, I mean, I it, guess maybe it would, right? It, we, we all we all jump up and down on this story in particular because it's a hundred year old dude and, and a twenty six year old chick. Right. But let's just say this chick was ninety, and sh- and you know, I, I just don't know where that line is. And these people are adults and are capable of making their own decisions. I think you know what I'm saying like obviously circumstances are going to be different for people in different situations but even if you do have dementia even if you are kind of you know lost in the head are you still able to consent to sex somebody needs to explain to me who on earth thinks that they could be filmed doing this now and not be in trouble for it 
right? Was like, there any suspended. like touching? Was there any? You know what I'm saying? Was there was there any sexual? Did she do anything in, 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 to get sexually gratified out of this? It says performing a sexually provocative dance on he, a 100, not in front of, I, 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 not I, in sight of. It says on. She said now that could be the way the guy wrote it. She uh, she had an interview with Fox Eight, and I think they recorded it yesterday. They played a little bit of it this morning before I came to work, and um. The lawyer from Sandusky, she was talking about, or the lawyer was talking about how well, you know, this was just trying to give him a smile and trying to make his day a little bit better. And uh, why stop there? Let's go to Handy's. Well, I mean, uh, I guess, yes, why stop there? Go to Handy's. But why do I think a hundred year old is like a seventh grader? (laughs) That's what they want. Well, but at that point, go all the way back. At that point, if it moves, you're probably just like, well, thank God for that. Um, I, she he, she had the door lit. open, and that was the point that, that they made in that is that she wasn't trying to hide anything. She wasn't trying to like sexually abuse this guy or anything like that. She was just doing. She something. She thought it would be funny. She thought she was doing something okay, that he well, thought he would enjoy. At bare minimum, you're showing me poor decision making while dealing with residents of an assisted living sure, center. I'll so fire you're, you. You're probably done. I'll fire you. I'm not sure she's. Did she do anything criminal? I, you know what I mean. Like I, I'm not. I'm not saying if my grandpa. No, I don't think. Right. You know, I don't. I, I, That's I don't, an adult. Exactly, and he's able to consent to something. I Honestly, don't, it's two adults. I wouldn't want my my grandpa involved in this story, and I can understand why other people feel the same way. But if this guy was okay with it, or, or I, would I, just I want don't, my grandpa involved in this story? I don't know if I care. Well, I I, I, I mean, dude, like, here's the thing: if there's double standards. If he's victimized here, double standard in life. If a 26 year old dude was like grinding on my grandmother, I'd be upset about it. But my but my grandpa, I'd be like, all right, dude, you're a hundred, get at it. Tip her fifty bucks. Thanks right. for coming out, Jason. Get it coming out today. Get it, Earl. Um, I just don't know. Listen, I, I don't. I don't agree with what this woman did. I, I genuinely don't. Strange. Even if he was the one who instigated it, I don't feel like as a as a as a as a healthcare provider, you should be sexually involved with your patients. I don't think that's necessarily appropriate. But no. I don't think I don't think she did anything illegal. I don't think she did anything where it's like, well, this bitch has to go to jail. Yeah, I don't know about jail. Fire her. I think she's already yeah. been fired. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, that's going to happen. Right. Well, welcome to, t- dude, you can be fired for what you tweet, right. let alone what you grind on. You know what I mean? Like, for sure you should be fired. How did she not know that she was get- being recorded? Was this was this like a sting operation? Was this like a, uh, you know, like a mini Who, cam, spy cam Outside or of like the staff in assisted living center knows how to use a camera phone. I don't know. Hundred years old. I, that's what I don't know. I don't know how this got. I don't. I don't know how this came to be. Somebody needs to explain to me how I can find a twenty-six-year-old to grind on me later this evening because I need that. I don't. I don't understand why this can happen to a hundred-year-old. But I'm of sound mind and body can make my own decisions, and I still know my. I. By the way, ladies, I still know the pin to my debit card. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it might make something. a few bucks. That's you know what something. I mean? It wouldn't kill you. Yeah, but this old man probably worked at GM for thirty-five years. Got paid way too much money, dude. He's probably rich as hell. Yeah, 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 probably. See, damn it, money. Son I gotta get, dude. I gotta get my hands on some of that. More Sandsbury show right around the corner. Hang on. One zero six nine. Welcome back to the Sandsbury show, Rock one zero six nine. Dude, I'm watching this video at Business Insider of this 16 yeah. year old kid, and his whole business is is he sells rare shoes to rappers and athletes that they can't find anywhere else. He's making millions of dollars, this kid. Where does he get those shoes? You know what? I'm like I'm watching it on my phone, and he hasn't uh, gotten that far yet. But he says, dude, on his on his list of uh, consumers, Puff Daddy, Hassan Whiteside, NBA player there, for those of you that don't know, G-Eazy, Lil Yachty, those are two rappers that are going to be big this next coming year. DJ Khaled. I mean, dude, looking at his Instagram account, I mean, he's got like pictures next to all these dudes, and he's got like a bunch of rare shoes. He's, uh, the business is booming. I guess is the name of his website. He, Apparently, he's making tons of money. He's got a rich dad. 
where's the 16 year old buying those shoes from? He doesn't have like a Nike hookup. Because here's the thing: have... everybody knows shoes are expensive, and everybody right. knows people want old, rare shoes. So where is he getting? Where's he getting those shoes from? He's got to have a rich dad, or his dad works at Nike, or he's got some sort of a hookup into that world. It's not like that kid just hustled his way into that. No way. No way. Have you ever watched that documentary, Sneakerheads? Um, I've seen it on Netflix, but I have not watched it. It's, yet. Pretty, it's good. pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like that is one of those things. I will admit that if I had money. I would be a shoe whore for sure. I like yeah, shoes. Yeah. I like shoes. There's something cool about them just because it's like... It, it makes it, you feel so good. Dude, a fresh pair of kicks makes you feel so good. Well, and they're such a disposable thing in the sense of like, you're tearing your shoes up every time you wear them outside and they're not supposed to last forever. So when you do go big on shoes, it makes you feel like, yeah, dude, I made it. Like you just got a pair of Kyrie's not that yeah, long ago. Your girlfriend, girlfriend. girlfriend got me a pair of Kyrie's. And they're super slick. Um, but I also got like a pair of Velcro shoes from Walmart, so they balance each other out. There, there. you go. Balance, Up and down there. Balance each other out there. Sticking with the shoe theme, yeah. I saw this this morning on Twitter, and it made me lose my mind. Okay. Okay? You got to get off Twitter, dude. Stansbury's going to have a heart attack because of this do- goddamn social media. I am. And, and I saw this, and some woman posted this. Okay. And it's a picture of Ed Sheeran walking out of like uh, this place with his girlfriend. He's holding her hand. And in his other hand, he's holding her heels. Okay. Chicks are always taking their shoes off. Ah, oh, my feet hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty common. And this girl says, oh, my God. Let's talk about how awesome Ed Sheeran is. Because he took off his shoes, gave them to his girlfriend, and then held her heels as they walked to the car. And I'm supposed to, like, fall all over how nice Ed Sheeran is. Yeah. Well, let's back the night up six hours and show Ed Sheeran on the end of the bench. Just pick a pair! Right, guys? Right? And ladies, how about you just start the night out in a pair of comfortable shoes that way we both get to wear a pair to the car on the way home. You spent $500 on heels, and oh my god, they hurt my feet. Heels are hot, though. Fair. But if you can't make it in them all night long, then you have the wrong pair on. Banging some Victoria's Secret model. Oh my god, it sure is so nice. Don't get me wrong. I'm the kind of guy that opens a car door for a chick. I'm the kind of guy who gives her my coat when she's cold and all that stuff. But ladies, we gotta, dude, we gotta stop at the water's edge. I'm not, dude. This guy's walking in puddles with his socks. A multimillionaire. What this chick ever do? Nothing. He's at Victoria's Secret model. Victoria's ah, Secret model. What? She stood still and somebody pointed a camera at her. Ridiculously hot in her underwear is enough. Yeah. Well, he's ridiculously rich without being hot at all. That's more impressive. Oh my god, it's so nice. I mean, it is nice, but it's also unnecessary. Wear sensible shoes and pick them out faster. Ed Sheeran. Oh my god, it's so nice. Women, dude, they're unbelievable. We have to sit there for two hours while you pick out a pair and then you don't want them on your feet ten minutes after you put them on. They cost me $600 according to my debit card statement, but and they hurt your feet. Did you not try him on? What are you, like the Texans? You bought a $74 million quarterback and didn't interview him? What the hell's the matter with you? Makes no sense. I have a story about tattoo shops, and I think that this is going to catch on. I think this will be okay. the... this. I honestly think that this will be the next... Like, random acts of kindness movement thing that kind of happens with... Uh, and, and, and it's all around tattoo shops, and it's a really cool story, and I think that this is going to catch on. I think it's going to be a big deal. We'll give you that next on Rock 106. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Rock 106.9. We do have uh, Rob Zombie tickets. You'll get those 830. 
July 11th, that show is up at the House of Blues. Should be a good one. And then 9.30, we have a four-pack of tickets for the Can't Charge game Sunday at the Civic Center. Also at 9.30, it turns out most people in relationships are cheating. Jeez. And I'll tell you how they're doing it. Sad. I'll tell you how they're doing it. It's interesting. It's, uh... It's interesting. You all need to be worried. It's got me a little concerned. Honestly, this version of cheating might be going on in your house. This version of cheating might be going on. Don't put that evil on me. I'm saying, look, your woman loves you. She's probably not going to bang other dudes. Okay. But this version of cheating, I think, is happening to you. I really do. We'll find out at 930. Maybe I'm wrong. Let's be friends. Don't be mad at me. We got. We, 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 he said my girlfriend's baby some other dude. No, I said no. she wasn't. We no. got. Dude, we got six more of these, dude. I need you on my side. Which, by the way, I am feeling run down. I uh, my cold is in full flare right now, dude. My whole body sore. Like I've been coughing like a maniac during the break. I just I feel terrible. Right well, now. I mean, you know, not to uh, not to uh, not to turn on the woe is Stansberry. How but... hard is this job? I can't even do it sitting down with a cold. But it's been a week for you, dude. It's been a hell of a week for you when you uh, when you start to factor in everything that happens. I know we didn't work on Monday, so that oh, was nice. God, yeah. Why does this week feel so long? Well, you've had a lot of crap happen to you, dude. Yeah, whether yeah. it was whether it was that chick losing her mind about about. Uh, um, some idiots in the audience and her kids and the story and blah blah blah, or it's your car breaking down, or you know yeah, there's other things, there's other things going on behind the scene right now. And I know you're dealing with uh, with a couple different things, you know, internally. So I understand why you're a little uh, a little, little tired, a little yeah. wore down. For those of you a little late to the program this morning, I was driving home after playing golf yesterday. Car just <laughs> died on the freeway. I had to have it towed back to my residence. Uh, and a bunch, by the way, I, one more time, I want to thank Patriot Towing out of Maslin. Those guys uh, showed up really fast, got right. me off the side of the road, which right. is you know dangerous. You don't want to be doing that, no, of course not. And uh, you know they towed me back to my house, and uh, you know it was well priced and all that. We talked about it already, but I, I will give you a little bit of credit here. Um, you freak out about so many things, dude. So little many things. things, and like sometimes I'm like, God, where do you even get the energy to do this, bro? Like I don't even. I mean, some things I'm angry about, but I'm not going to lose my mind just because I'm like, dude, I don't care. It's not worth it. But you, yeah. quick to anger, quick to flipping out, quick. To uh-huh. Screaming about things, love it. Except like it. for Get when, off on it. except for when like major yes. life catastrophes happen and your car breaks down and you not, don't have don't an care at all. Sandsburg's like, yeah, whatever. Dude. Don't, don't care, care at all. I'm not stressed. Like the care. last time I lost my job, I was totally zen. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, all right. Whatever. Like I, I, I just have faith in which I don't know why. <laughs> why in what? <laughs> but I have, I just, I just have faith that things will work out. Like things like that. But like little, like I freak out about the computer not working right. in the studio because it's. Every single day, right. and you have to go to somebody right. every single day. Now, which, by the way, I always do this too. Um, my engineer actually spent a lot of time in this studio yesterday, and they fixed a few things that I had major problems with. And actually, my my working situation is much much better today than it has been in months past. Go. So you know what? As I do, as I yell when it's not right, I should you know throw out a thanks when it, when uh, something was done really well. Like uh, my working situation has been made to be a lot better in here. But everything else is in shambles. But Stans everything else went to crap. Just yeah. in the, yeah. in the toilet. Right yeah. Now. So I, it's a turn. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, why don't you just start smoking cigarettes again? Oh, I right? should. I mean, dude, oh, if you're, awesome if you're that coughing be? that much right now, you might as well just get marble menthol light in you. Here's the thing. My, I was playing golf with my buddy yesterday, and he smokes. Tough, and I, dude. Tough. And, and I said, it, and not to him, but I thought to myself, I'm like, 
you know, when you're sick, and this is how one of the reasons why I quit uh, is because I, I decided to quit when I was like a little sick, and it's been four years. But there was a little bit of me that was like, you know what? If I wasn't sick right now, because cigarettes taste awful, and you don't even really get like the benefit, like what you well, not like there's benefits of smoking, but you know what I mean. Like they're less enjoyable when you are sick and you, like your chest hurts and like all that stuff. And I thought to myself, I'm like, I wonder, is today a day when it's nice out, play a little golf, my buddy's got cigarettes, would this day break me? Yes. Don't flirt with disaster, dude. Uh, yes, you've said it a million times. And I know that I, as a as an ex-smoker, infuriate you um, based on the fact that I will go back to smoking for special occasions. But don't tempt fate like that, dude. Don't, don't, don't. No, I shouldn't. No, you should not. I quit for two you, years once. I smoked on my birthday, and the next thing I know, I had a carton laying next to me when I woke up the next morning. If you were to inhale any sort of nicotine right now, dude, you would be high as balls for like 45 seconds. That's the just, way to get me not to I do mean, it. honestly, dude, just like ridiculously. Way to, way able, to talk me out of it. Don't oh do it. God, but here's the part awesome. you're going to love. It's going to feel awesome. But then the everything after gonna that's going to fall apart quickly. So Let's I have it. a great story coming out of Maryland, of all places. All right, We okay. don't like to admit that Baltimore's got a lot of cool stuff going on in it because, well, we just kind of hate them because of the whole Ravens thing and that whole thing. I was, uh, in, I, was in, I was in Baltimore this summer, man. Baltimore's a great town. It really is. I love Baltimore. The Inner Harbor's great. The rest of it, you got to be a little worried about. Reister Town's not bad, but like, uh, you know, Inner Harbor's <laughs> fantastic. And uh, But there is something very cool going on in Baltimore that I hope catches the nation and starts to happen a little bit more. Okay. And this is all surrounding a local tattoo shop in Baltimore, Maryland. Brooklyn Park, Maryland, sorry. Uh, where an owner of a tattoo shop has decided that if you come into his shop and you either have gang-related or racist tattoos and you would like them covered, he does them for free. And I have a story here about a 25-year-old guy, Randy Stiles, who had a Confederate flag tattoo that read Southern Pride with a noose hanging off of it. And he found that getting a job while having that was hard. Well, yeah. I mean, that's going to do nooses are yeah. that's tough, yeah. right? I mean, we can uh, people want to debate the, the Confederate flag thing. I don't really reach. I don't really know. I, I always say when this subject comes up that that I don't totally know. Banner hate, banner pride, whatever. But I will tell you that it feels to me like a lot of people want to use it as a banner of hate. I don't know what the actual thing is. I know how people want to use it. And so like that alone makes me go, eh, I don't necessarily want to wear my Pantera shirts anymore. Uh, and obviously with a noose on the other end of it, it's kind of hard to make the argument of, oh, it's heritage right. hate. Like this guy knew what he was doing. Hanging off at the end of it. And he goes on to say, I had a a lot of public ridicule came from it, Stiles said, 25. He said, Good. this month he waited to get the flag on his right forearm removed. I got to get it gone. And so he went to this tattoo shop with this guy. Again, if you come in with racist tattoos and you have, you've you've had a change of heart and you want to get it covered, he'll do it but for has, free. That's has it, awesome. Has this dude, has this, has this? Uh, what was his name, Randy Stiles? Which either sounds like, uh, I guess, either Born. a Confederate. Yeah, I was going to say Born. either a Confederate flag flying or a gay flag flying. One of the two, Randy Stiles. <laughs> you do support. <laughs> so he honestly sounds like he'd be on my one. What seven? Randy Styles here on Bob. What seven, dude? That sounds completely continuous. Like, 90s hits next. <laughs> completely like a radio name there, for but sure. Yeah. Has this guy really had a change of heart, or is this I have am inconvenienced by this, therefore I want to cover it up? Because if that's the case, I almost feel like no, dude. Don't give him that free pass out. Well, I take your point, but if you just want to, 
if we cover up racist symbols it's a step on people, in the right direction isn't that good yeah. yes. i mean isn't that there's some good coming out of people somebody trying to take it you know advantage of somebody it says here a no cost cover up fits right into styles budget as uh that we got the tattoo at 18 he was young and dumb he says he's now 25 the father of 3 now hopes to move into management at the trucking company where he works and worries the tattoo could hold him back and it would and it probably should not that tattoo should i want people i know how people listen to the radio i want people to hear what i'm saying I don't know, dude. If you're outwardly racist, on on like your skin is yeah. like permanent, should that hold you back? Yeah. All right, I don't know. You know what? I, l- yeah. Let me do this. Let me let me stay away from words like should. I'm telling you that it's going to. Well, I mean, like, of course, yes. I mean, you are a representative of your company, and if you have some big ass swastika tattooed, I would have never on been you, hired here. Right? If you have some big ass swastika tattooed on Ever. you, yes, that is going to negatively, uh, you know, it's going to get, it's going to give the public a negative view of your company, and and obviously that's well within the rights of the company to not have a representative that has that, dude. Even like, and I, I'm not gonna. I mean, I have tattoos, and I, I I fully support people getting them, but you have to understand that there's consequences to your actions, and if you're covered head to foot in tattoos, there's gonna be some. Some places that don't feel that that's appropriate. You can tell, as a guy who has tattoos, that you put thought into it and realize I may not always work in radio. I right. may have to go get another job. Right. And so the placement was thought of. Right. I'm not putting tattoos on my knuckles. I'm not putting tattoos on my necks. I'm not putting tattoos on my face. And your face. Right. Right. So, I mean, at least there's a little bit of like, well, it, it, you know, in the worst case scenario, because let's be real, it's rock radio, dude. I could be tattooed from toe to head and nobody, nobody would care. Nobody, nobody would care. ever care. But there's a little bit of me that's We'd like, well, be cooler. well, there's a little bit of consequence that comes with my decisions. And if you're willing to deal with those consequences and you're willing to be like, well, dude, tattoo acceptance in the workplace. God bless you, man. I support you. I really do. But you can't be surprised when and especially when they're KKK symbols. Come on. Like. When I see that, and I'll be honest, you see it more than you want to, but when you see hate symbols like that tattooed on people, I always think to myself, dude, there are minorities everywhere. Right. Like, how are you? How are you not being punched in the right. face on a regular daily. basis? On a regular basis. Daily. Remember, we went to that bar and one of the bouncers had a swastika tattooed on their face. On his <laughs> what face? <laughs> what? Like, that imagery is tough. Like, even, like, go all the way back to American History X. When he pulled that shirt down and he says, you see this? This means not welcome. That was like, whoa. Like, and you know it's a movie, but it was still like, God, that's terrible. You know what I mean? Like, that's, and, like, who could walk around? Now, look, your views are your views. Right. Okay? But I don't, and not, but let's not pretend that they're, you know, on the up and up. But. I don't know how you get through life being that openly racist, right? Like, I don't get it. Like, how do you get hired? I mean, Where do you work? How well, do you, dude, right? Because a lot of these guys, I mean, let's be honest, you're working factory jobs, you're working stuff where, I mean, it's not like it's white, it's only white America where you work. Right, but let's not act like, I mean, especially in some areas of the country, especially in some cities, some towns, let's not act like uh, it's pretty well, right, Kansas is a pretty diverse city, but at the same time, I mean, if you're in an area, whether it's a job or where you live, wherever it is, where that's somewhat acceptable or at least not going to be called into question. I mean, okay, yes, but this this story that we're talking about, this tattoo shop that's covering up these racist tattoos for free is in Baltimore. Baltimore. Black as hell, Baltimore, but that's the thing is racism, racism will exist in places where there is, you know, a high percentage of... of they of, would tell you that that's how they got that way. Right. Is, is, well, I've been living in Baltimore my whole life dealing with these blacks and all, that's why I'm so angry at them, and like, that, that's a part of it. Like, that really is. That's weird, man. I got crappy neighbors and I'm not pissed at white people.
You know what I mean? I got neighbors down the street from me that are white that aren't any good, and I'm not pissed at, at the entire race about it. That's weird. That's strange how that works. But I like this, and I think more tattoo shops could do this. And here's the thing. Obviously, you're going to lose a little bit of money. Right. And you know what I mean? I think they do it at cost. But a lot of what goes into the tattoo is the tattoo artist time. Right. And time is worth money, especially when you're an artist. My buddy owns two tattoo shops, 252. They're well-known. He owns two of them. And his time is worth money. If you can get Rodney to do a tattoo on you, you want it because he's worth the money. And and so like I totally think I've seen behind the curtain. I think those guys should make all the money in the world because what they do is incredible. They start with nothing, and the next thing you know, you have this beautiful piece of art. It's with you forever. It's a very, it's, I mean, something that you most should of the pay times, for. It's personal to right. you. you it's it's something it. that you hold dear to you. It's something that defines you. And that's why when it's hate symbols, it's even more like, ugh. Well, and that's the thing too is we all we all we all have you know people with tattoos are all very like this is me expressing myself and this is who I am as a human being. Well, with the good comes the bad there, and 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 you like it when people look at you and say, "Hey, cool tattoos," but you're gonna have to deal with it when people look at you and say, "Ugh, tattoos." Yeah, it's it, it's really strange. I, I I like this idea. I think this guy in Maryland's onto something cool, and you know what? I would like to. I'm just you know spitballing on the top of my head, but imagine if we could partner with a tattoo shop here in Canton and do this because Fantone, let's be honest. What do you think the probability of this since our show has started and you and I have a progressive view, mostly about race and these kinds of things. I'm willing to bet that somewhere along the line, we have changed people's opinions on certain things because of what our opinion is. And we may have softened people's views of anti other races and this and that. And there might be somebody sitting there right now going, you know what? That's a really good idea. I have this, and I wish I didn't now. And what if we could be the end road to that being done? We should maybe we should try and see if we can make a run at this. It's probably the flip side of that coin. There's probably some Rock 106.9 listener out there who's like, Oh, my God, they're talking about Jeezy again. They're playing those rap beats underneath their music. I can't stand them. I'm going to get a KKK tattoo. That's probably more likely. <laughs> you have a negative worldview. You have a negative Worldview. I have another positive story. Another positive story that is going to affect public schools in the right way. We'll give you that next on Rock 106. Rock 106.9. Dear God, what is that? Did you just post up at WRQK.com a sports bra bounce test? Yeah, dude. I feel like that's going to get us yelled at by feminists. Well, at the end of the day... When women make a decision of what sports bra they're going to wear, they want to make sure they can, you know, that the bra can support the girls. And we tested them out, and then sub the videos up, WRQK.com. You ever date a female athlete? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Dated a chick that played hockey, and uh, she was big into the sports bra thing. Now, she had huge boobs. Yeah, when you have big boobs, it's almost like it's an inevitability. Yeah. My last girlfriend, Callie, had really big boobs too, and like that was always a problem. Like, she, like, bras for her were always a problem. Those things were massive. Probably shouldn't talk about that anymore. Big boobs! WRQK.com! We don't share those anymore. I probably shouldn't speak about those. But yeah, you can watch boobs flop around at WRQK.com well, because we're a rock station and that's what we do. So, welcome. Welcome. Talk about drinking beer, man! Yeah. Drinking beers! Being dudes. Uh, we will do a, we will spread a little goodwill here though. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite bands growing up was Van Halen. Love Van Halen. Uh, they were big in the '80s, and so was I. And uh, so I've just always kind of liked them. You know what I mean? And I, I, I like it all. I like uh, you know Van Halen, Van Hagar. I like them both. No shortage of hits when it comes to uh, Van oh, Halen. Good. No, they got some. They got some songs. So Eddie Van Halen did something awesome, and he donated seventy-five of his personal guitars out of his collection to low-income students. 
And it's all part of this Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation. Okay, which is, I remember that movie. Yeah, from that movie. And so what it is is that you donate these to guitars to kids. They use them up until they graduate, and then they get re-gifted back down to younger students. And Eddie says here that we have to continue to teach music in school. It's constantly shown, even though all rock stars end up using heroin, that kids who play an instrument honestly usually do do less drugs. Well, you got to remember the, the major difference between being a rock star and being a kid who played flute in the seventh grade. It's $10 million. Right. Right. So Mr. Holland's Opus will provide about 2,000 instruments annually to schools without music programs. Aiding, listen to this, that's 10,000 students that get benefited from it. It's awesome, that really is. I, I think I, music's important. Oh, of course, of course. I, it's I one agree. of the arts. I agree 100%, and I mean, there's there's validity to why it has been a part of te- of schooling forever. There's, there's a reason why it's been a part of the curriculum forever. Um, the only thing I'll say about this, and I don't want to like, Eddie Van Halen could have done this a little bit better. But, like, would it have been smarter instead of giving these kids these, like, high-end guitars, these extremely rare guitars? Would it have been better to raffle all those off and then with that money go buy beginner guitars? Yes. Yes. But I'm not sure that story gets shared as often as this one did. Right. You know I. You know what I mean? Because somebody, what somebody's going to say there is, well, did you give them all the money? You know we kept some of that. We're here. It's like you're giving the physical product away, and there's value in those because he played them. And now I think there's lessons that can be taught to a kid as you're teaching him how to play guitar. Then you can go and say, because let's be honest, a young kid today probably doesn't know Van Halen, right? Probably not. And so then you can go to him and say, this is the guy whose guitar you're holding, and he made a bunch of the dudes you idolize who play guitar want to play, and it's part of a built-in lesson that goes full circle. As a guy that does not play an instrument, I feel like teaching music in school is wildly important. If you could wake up tomorrow and play any instrument, what would it be? Uh, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of the drums. I would like to be a really good drummer. Stansberry sitting behind the set, rocking it out. As a matter of fact, I have a I, I have a, I have a painting done by a local Canton artist in my in my home of a drummer. Um, if I go see a band and I like them, uh, normally it's the drummer that gets me first. I normally am like, okay, let's. Are you any good? Um, but I think the guitar would just be cool because acoustically you could kind of sit around your apartment and kind of play it, and it's not going to bother neighbors and this and that. And also, chicks just drop panties for guitars. Yeah, guitars definitely getting you the most vagina, yeah, but I, sure. I think I'm still going to tickle the ivories, given the option of I could just wake up tomorrow and play anything. Yeah. More likely, I'm just going to wake up tomorrow and play with myself. But dude, well, I mean, let's be real, dude. I mean, that's ivory. Yeah, I like the Eddie Van Halen of that. You are the Eddie Van Halen of the of, of, of the masturbating. It's nice playing some Van Halen outside of, you know, Pretty Woman. Now, why do you do it? <laughs> right? Why'd you do it? Walk us right to the edge. I don't need that. So I asked a question yesterday when this was going to happen. Sure enough, I go home. I pull up Variety online. Variety, uh, like the entertainment thing there out of Hollywood. And it's happening. I asked and I received. We'll give you that next on Rock 106.9.
Defend your vehicle from harmful elements and restore shine with Armor All Protectants. O'Reilly Auto Parts has a great deal on your choice of Armor All Protectants for $5.99 each. Renew, revitalize, and protect your vehicle with your choice of Armor All Protectants now $5.99 each at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 106.9. Welcome to Friday. It's the weekend before you make your plans. Let me remind you that high voltage indoor karting is one of the best ways you can spend your weekend. Hitting top speeds like 50 miles per hour. They have the fastest carts in the business. If you're unaware, high voltage indoor karting is electric indoor go-kart. No gas, no fumes, none of that stuff. And we did the Stansbury Show Cup out there, and uh, Fantone was actually pretty good at it. It was all right. He, he, My he, team was good. His team was good. My team was good. Yeah, they won the first official Stansbury Show Cup. Uh. You can call High Voltage Indoor Karting. Make a reservation at 330-333-9000. You can also find more info at highvoltagekarting.com. That's highvoltagekarting with a K. Com. Have a little Talladega of your own before you uh, before you watch before it. Daytona, or Daytona, 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 yeah, little, Talladega. yeah, that's right. It, it is race, race weekend. week. That's a great point. It is race weekend. Get out there and uh, race before Sunday. There, really play the race card Monday. Through- <laughs> wow, Monday through Thursday, they offer you the Stansbury Show Special, which is three races for the price of two, plus free registration, saving you around uh, seventeen bucks out there. Hit them up. 330-333-9000. High voltage indoor karting. It's lightning fast fun and entertainment. Do need to make you aware of this as well. Tomorrow afternoon, you can join Fantone as he'll be at the T-Mobile inside yeah. Belden Village Mall from two to four tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, that's uh, that's good. I just found that out. That's uh, that's good information. It's going to be a good time tomorrow. T-Mobile, save yourself some money. Come hang out with me. It's going to be a lot of fun. Two to four tomorrow, T-Mobile. That's actually in the mall, right? Correct. Okay, there you go. So I asked this yesterday, and I got dismissed. And uh, I go home, and then I read an article of Variety, and it turns out I'm getting it. And that's movie theatrical releases straight to my house. I've said this a thousand times. I would never, and I mean never, open the front door of my apartment in the middle of the night and say, hey, strangers, come in here, sit on the couch, let's watch TV. That would never happen. The fact that I pay somebody 30 bucks to go do that seems crazy. It seems crazy. So now it turns out Warner Brothers and Universal have been pretty aggressive in pursuing an arrangement that would see certain movies receive a premium video-on-demand release. Now, this would only be within weeks of the theatrical premieres. Okay. They're looking to go halfway here so the theaters don't freak out. Now, the theaters are still pushing back on this. Of course. Okay? But this is small step forward, and then before you know it, doors open, flood, and then no more movie theater, which I've been a proponent for this for 20 years. Depending on how uh, the theater set up, how it usually works is the closer it is to release date, the more money the theater makes off of it. Not just on ticket sales, but like percentage of dollar made. Where like if you see a movie eight weeks after it's been released... A movie theater is not going to make as much money out of that one dollar. That's why they reduce the screens. Right. That's why they reduce the screens. That's why they reduce. And that's why I like those dollar theaters. You know what I'm saying? There's right. that one in Canton and they play movies that are two months old. That's because as they get away from further away from that, like debut date, everything gets cheaper. They make less money. There's less incentive for them. What their plan is right now is 17 days after the theatrical opening. So just over two weeks there of uh, of of the theater opening and now here's where they're going to run into a snag is that they're going to do they want to do it at a $50 rate too much 
It's too much. Now, I don't know, and now I know. Look, Grip's got to make money. EP's got to make money. The director's got to make money. Actor's got to make money. The studio's got to make money. I get it. So that might be the number to where that makes that all possible, but I'm not sure that's the number that gets the American public. Although, if you're a family, see, I always put this through the filter of me taking a girl out for a night out of the town. If you're, like, dude, most guys listening to us right now got two kids, maybe three. Now, think about that. That's a that's more than 50 bucks to go to the movies with your wife and three kids, so I I bet a $50 rental, honestly, for, for a family is, is a good deal. Yeah, I mean, because honestly, if we're saying on average $10 a ticket and you've got four people in your family and, and you're, you know, food and water. Now, and, I could make the argument of, well, no, we're just going to the theater. Your mom's luck. got your mom's got pops in her purse and she's got popcorn in her purse. And you're, yeah, gonna now you're teaching your kids to you know, steal. Well, stuff. I mean, that's I feel like that's a moral line a lot of people are willing to cross. That's where true. It's like, eh, whatever. Um, at $50, though, seems like a lot, especially if you only get to see it once. If it's like a one-time play, I don't know if you get to rent it for 72 hours or 24 hours or whatever, but if it's a one-time 48 play... 48 hours. Okay. They say a little bit, but I mean... Yeah, because if you show a kid a Disney movie and then, okay, we'll watch it again tomorrow, like right. that might be worth the replay value. I'll say this. I don't go to the theater often. I do like to go in the middle of the day when nobody's there because I like movies, but... When the new Star Wars movie came out, if you would have given me the option, go to the theater or spend 50 bucks and watch it from my couch, of course. Here's the 50. Of course. Take the 50. Be happy to do it. I would be happy to do that. Yeah, I mean, you are an antisocial person. You don't want to go be a part of things. I don't mind necessarily sitting next to someone um, or like being in a theater. Me absolutely crazy to sit in a movie theater with people. The only thing that uh, it keeps me away from theaters is just like most theater, most uh, movies. I don't care enough about them to be like, dude, I have to see it on the big screen. Batman versus Superman. I was like, yeah, dude, you love Batman. Go see Batman versus Superman big screen. Anything big blockbuster like that, I think it's better. But most movies, it's just like, eh, I don't care if I see this on, on a big screen. Right. Right. Like those, I could see like the comic book movies, any action, car chase type right. stuff. Right. And even Star Wars would have been one of those. But I got to be honest with you, dude, given I'm not a kid. And so like I, you're not going to get me caught up in all that. And so I would have given you the 50 bucks for at-home entertainment for sure I would. I think this is going to be a thing. It's going to, and what they're going to realize is this. Americans are willing to spend $10 a month for streaming services. So if we get this somewhere around $20, $25, we can circumvent the theater. Now, the theaters, now there's a union in it and all that and all that, and so you're going to have problems. But the world evolves, and I think, honestly, as a guy who always worries about job loss, the movie theaters, honestly, I hate to say it, Sorry. I mean, welcome to the world. You know what I mean? Like things, uh, you, you know what I mean? That Gary Vaynerchuk dude's always talking about that. Like, dude, the world's not going to stop for you. You know what I mean? And automation is going to be a thing and replacements are going to be a thing. And I just, you can't tell me that we want drones delivering products to our house because we're too lazy to go to the store and we want things the same day we order it that people want to go to the movie theater. Like you can't, I, you can't convince me of both those things being true. At the same time, we do have information on the Hall of Fame game next year. We'll give it to you next on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show, Rock 106.9. If you're having some financial issues, let's uh, get that straightened out. We'll send you to CSE Federal Credit Union via their website, which is CSEFCU.com. You'll see there that they have a killer deal going on for you right now. They want to lower your credit card debt. And they'll do it by taking your debt currently, moving it over to a CSE Visa card via like a balance transfer. You'll get a lower APR. You'll pay it down faster. 
you get money quicker, credit gets turned around, life gets better. All information can be found at the website, csefcu.com, or like I said, by stopping by one of the very, uh, one of the four very convenient locations here, as CSE is your 100% local banking institution. One more time, the website, csefcu.com. As far as I can tell, this, is it April the giraffe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Has not, like, crapped this baby out yet. And... I can't for the life of me figure this out. Like, I can't, not that why she hasn't given birth yet. I can't for the life of me figure out why this is captivating America this way. Now, it's being shared all over social media, news stories, or, or news stations are running stories on it and stuff like that. I know yesterday it was on YouTube Live, I guess. Yeah. Well, and, and the feed went down. Right. Well, the people fe- lost their minds. But the feed went down because it was it was, it was was reported too many times to contain nudity and, and, and against YouTube's, you know, know violation or, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, their public, you know, decency clause or whatever, and uh, that's why I got taken down temporarily. I know it's up on Facebook Live right now, but I did not know that. Yeah, yesterday. I mean, and really, what that boils down to is people just were reporting it to be dicks and just like, yeah, ah, I'm just sick of seeing this. Yeah, and, I'm and, sick of seeing it. I'll make it go away. And uh, and yeah, I mean, but that's how it works. Sometimes is if enough people report something, whether it is or is not accurate, they'll take it down, which is what happened yesterday. You know, we were talking about this a little earlier on the program. Fantone right. belongs to both the Akron and the Cleveland Proud Zoo. Member. Like he's yeah. an like he's an animal lover person. Enthusiast, zoo enthusiast, and you don't care about this at all. I can't find myself doing it. Um, earlier in the program, we were talking about this, and I was like, "Yeah, giraffes are everywhere." It turns out they just got put on the threatened list, so I guess it's thank good. you, Marshall. So I guess it's good that there's an additional giraffe you know, in the world. But honestly, I don't that, care. there's a guy named Marshall uh, that follows us on Twitter, and honestly, if we, we can make a hire. I would hire that kid. Marshall, you're getting hired, bro. I would hire him to be like the, the you know, associate producer, phone screener, fact checker, look things up. Because, dude, he's he knows a lot about a lot of different things. Like, he's always filling me in on stuff. He'd be grossly irresponsible, a terrible person, awful stance for his job. Get him in here. Well, there'll be three of us. Then. There you go. There, there you go. Be, peas be, in a pod. There'll be three of us. Then. Peas in a pod. Uh, I have been a little lazy about passing out these Rob Zombie tickets. Okay. I apologize. We'll do that here shortly. That. 1-800-243-7625, the number you you will need. I promise we will do that before we had to break. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, we do have information on the 2017 Hall of Fame game here in Canton, Ohio, and we know now that it will be the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Dallas Cowboys. No surprise there. That will be August 3rd. No, no surprise there. August 3rd in Canton, Ohio. Now, this will be the first time in the game's history, because historically the game's been played on Sunday, but for the first time ever, the game will take place on the Thursday before the ceremony. Mm-hmm. And my guess is that's part of the NFL Network's like push on these whole Thursday night games. There's been pushback by the athletes and stuff like that. And actually, from what I understand, if you go and look at the data, the games are better officiated, less penalties, and actually the scores are, are better, and the games are normally better. As So athletes are talking about how like the action's not going to be any good, and the games are going to be bad, and this and that. Actually, if you go run the numbers, the games are actually better. But I can understand an athlete not wanting to play a game on Sunday, turn around, and then have to play on Thursday. Totally get it, right? But this, they are going to play the Hall of Fame game on Thursday. Now, see, for me, this doesn't matter because like, I, I, Sunday, I still have to wake up really early on Monday. I'm going to have to wake up early on Friday. Actually, for me, it's actually easier. That way, I'm only tired the last day of the week. Now, they don't care about me. It's not like, you know what I mean? But got to think about Stansberry when we make this multi-million dollar plan. But most people do have lives. Yeah. Right? And so, like, isn't Thursday going to make it 
trickier. It's going to be well, before the ceremony, I suppose. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely going to. And I, I think that makes sense. I always felt like the game was very anticlimactic in a sense of like, hey, there's all this pomp and circumstance, and then we play a crap preseason game. And then the culmination is this. Is this. Okay, so what do you move the culmination to? The ceremony of like, hey, here's the induction. Do that. Because uh, that's what it's all about. Right. And then, you know, and then Jerry Jones is the, is the star as opposed to the third stringer for the Cowboys. Cowboys in the Hall of Fame game are two and three, and the Cardinals in the Hall of Fame game are one, two, and one. You just got to think Jerry Jones going in this year. That's why the Cowboys were well, not were only the, the nod. yes, for sure. That's the primary reason. But not only that, the Dallas Cowboys move the needle. Right, like they're they well, are the most popular brand in the NFL. It's not even to be debated. Especially after this last year, Patriots probably more popular. Actually, the ratings no. When the Cowboys are on TV, the ratings go through the roof. The Patriots are close second. Ohio State fans also will get an opportunity to see Zeke, so I think that'll be a, uh, ah, a move of the needle there. Look at that. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I think that'll that'll, that'll move things. That's and a great I point. Can, I can already hear it. I can already hear the... If they even play the Hall of Fame game, hopefully they get it painted now. Oh, notice I wouldn't even go in there. A-holes. I hate you, people. I hate you. I, I guarantee you, you go into like can't rep uh, comment no, I, section, and people are all over that. I saw it last night. This girl I follow on Twitter, Holly, was where uh, she tweeted out the link of the Hall of Fame game, and she goes, "Well, I'd start painting the field now." And I know she's just trying to be right. funny. I'm not right. trying to knock her or, or anything, right. but it, it is. It's uh, that's one of those things. I don't. I don't think they'll make that mistake again. No, I'm. I'm pretty confident. I mean, aren't they? I mean, they're replacing that field even. Like oh, they, yeah, 100%. And, and they. I believe they said last year after that mishap. That they're going to go into a stitched in system versus painted on versus yeah painted on because the if you don't remember what there was the rain and then the concert and then it started to gel up and then get like rock hard like um like asphalt they said is what it started to be like a little bit last year. This is huge, man. I mean, uh, now he's only going to play probably one series, but you get Dak Prescott. You know what I mean? Playing for the Cowboys, and that's cool. You're right, Zeke. That's kind of cool. And these are two big teams. Cowboys fans will travel for sure. Um, Not like this thing's never attended. I mean, everybody goes. This thing sells out every year, and like this. I mean, you can barely get tickets to the ceremony and stuff. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. It's going to be a crap football game, but I like the fact that they're doing it on Thursday. It just extends Hall of Fame weekend out an extra day. More people are going to come in. More people are going to spend money, spend another night at that hotel, go out for three more meals in Canton, Ohio. So it's just adding an extra day into the festivities. And I just by Sunday afternoon now, by Sunday afternoon now, we'll get seventy-seven back. Victory for me. That is a victory. Uh, dude, we should go to the Hall of Fame. It's been a while since we've gone. Uh, as a matter of fact, I talked to somebody there the other day, and I think I uh, I think I may have a little trip for us planned next week. There you go. A little class field trip. I kind of want to go check out the hall itself, and I would like, I want to see if maybe I can get them to uh, walk us around the corner and check out some of the progress that's going on on the you know with the field and the stadium and all that. I'll make sure my mom signs my permission slip. Is that right? Yeah. We do know some people over there. We right. should, uh, we we should, should do that. We should. We should go. And we've said it a million times. I'll say it a million more times. If you live in Stark County and you haven't been to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you, dude? It's the uh, the backbone of Stark County's economy in the future. Go support it right now. I would totally agree. All right. Rob Zombie playing July 11th, House of Blues. Yeah. We'll take caller 25 right now at 1-800. 1-800-243-7625. We'll send you to Rob Zombie. And uh, I've been hitting this all morning. There's a version of cheating that's affecting what they say is most couples in America. Most. I suspect that this version of cheating is going on in Fantone's house. And we'll find out 
next on the Stansberry Show. Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We're online for EWRQK.com. I, uh, I do have a four-pack of tickets for the Canton Charge. That game Sunday. Fantones, your in arena host for that. Mm-hmm. Tip-off's 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, pass out a four-pack of tickets here shortly. Do you want to make you aware of this? Tomorrow, you can find Fantone at the T-Mobile store inside Belden Village Mall. He'll be there from 2 to 4 tomorrow afternoon. And a couple of things going on in Canton this evening, uh, or here locally even. Uh, a white Buffalo woman who has been on New Tour Tuesday a couple of times will be at Musica in Akron tonight at 9 o'clock. And Busman here locally, downtown Canton, has Don Jameson in town. So if you're a Don Jameson fan. Uh, we were unable to... Uh, tie him together this time around. We've had him on the show a handful of times, but uh, I was unable to make that happen today. But uh, but he is playing Buzzbin tonight, and you can check that out. So there's a new form of cheating that's happening, and I've been alluding to this all morning, and I think that there's um, a very strong possibility that this is happening in Fantone's household. Concerned. because And you should be. Jesus. And uh, because this is the one area where you... Run your relationship with an iron fist. Okay. And normally you're very progressive and yeah. want your woman to have equality and all those yeah. things. And you take very good care of your woman. You cook for her. You'll clean the house. You do all these things. Yeah. We're not like a gender role couple for sure. At all, all. You know, and I, 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 I always say to her, I'm like, well, you're a grown ass woman. You do whatever you want with your life. Like you're, I, I, I respect you as a peer. I respect you as your own. You human know, the boundaries like, of which, in which yeah, I want you to stay in. Right. right. Yeah. And I do. I'm never like, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, what do I want to say here? I'm not, I, I, I'm not a jealous person i'd never like would good look in her phone i would never do just don't that. bang the neighbor yeah i just i mean i i i, I be- it. and i believe she doesn't so i believe she does not cheat on you physically as well okay but i'm telling you your woman cheats on you this way okay let me know what's, what's one and it's because of your mentality and how you run this department of your relationship with an iron fist this is the only time while talking about this that i've ever heard you be firm and say no i've laid down the law it's one and no more the dictatorship i got going on over here what is it what are we talking about and that's all couples they claim cheat on each other with your favorite streaming shows Uh, and fantone for uh, for years now has said we have a rule in my house we watch one episode a day and then that's it i don't binge watch stuff i do not not do it i I will not do it i feel like when you do you lose uh, the specialness of the show i mean one of the great things about like cliffhangers used to be oh my god i have to wait another week holy crap all week and you think about that show you digest that show you 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 have a greater appreciation for that show nowadays people are just like yeah i'm gonna watch all season in, in in one day I think shows like Game of Thrones still benefit from that. I think shows like Billions and like no like the those cable network shows that you don't do that. Now I know you can go get the previous seasons, but like HBO isn't just like here's the new season of Game of Thrones, all 12 of them are up there, go have fun with it. Like they don't do that. It still builds in that I must watch it. But it turns out they say most couples when interviewed separately, at least one of them will admit to cheating on their significant other by jumping ahead in a show that they would that they have agreed to watch together. The reason is a lack of self-control, they say. Nearly 70% of the respondents said they needed to see what happens next and were willing to cheat in this particular portion of their relationship. Now, it's obviously not a big deal. This isn't a reason to get divorced. I bet you some people it is. 
But I got to tell you, there is something about wanting to do that something together like that, that if I was to come home or midway through, you're like, why are you texting? Why, why aren't you? You don't want to know what happens right here? And that I found that out, I would be unhappy. Yeah, I certainly would. I mean, especially if it's something that you talked about. And like, there's plenty of shows where maybe you liked, you both liked it before you guys got together. Or, you know, it's just not a, a show like, like, I guess, Game of Thrones or Dexter. Or one of those shows where you have, okay. you know, if I found her going ahead of me in, in, in an episode of The Office, I'm like, yeah, whatever. But if it's something that you sit down and watch together and talk about and have a little bit as a part of your relationship, I can understand why that would be very frustrating. 70% of them said they couldn't handle not knowing what happens next. I've never done it to her. And She's done this to you. I don't know on what show, though. I don't know what we've watched where it would be like, oh, my God, it's so like I have to go see it. I mean, like, I'm trying to think of what we're watching right now. Like, we're watching that Fox show with um, what's her name from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The, the show is called Mick? The Mick. Pretty funny, dude. It really is. Like, the kids are funny. She's funny. Okay. I wa- All right. I'll give it another shot. I watched the like the pilot of The Mick, and it was, like, atrocious bad. I'll give it another shot. I watched the uh, – we're watching that – um. What's it called? It's on TBS. Not the ride along, but the detour. Uh, the detour. Yeah. Excellent show. Pretty funny, right? Very there. funny and show. Like, but I don't think- got to tip my hat to Samantha B. I'm not crazy about her, but that show's pretty good. I, I, I just don't think either of those shows are like, oh my god, I'm going to go ahead of you. And we're not. I, I don't think we've ever like watched something that was like, oh, I have to get ahead. You're not that person. And even with even, but there, wouldn't you see it on your DVR or your mm-hmm. on demand or your Netflix? On Netflix. If you already Although, watched the episode, it says already watched the episode. Like it's it got that skips ahead to the next to one. To the next episode. Yeah. So I don't know how you're getting away with this. They say cheat watching is an out of control phenomenon increasing threefold since just twenty thirteen. Well, we didn't have the option before. Of course. You know what I mean? Like we didn't well, have the I mean, option. we had Netflix in twenty thirteen. Nearly half of them admit to multiple offenses and sixty three percent they said they do it more often if they could get away with it without being caught. Why? I mean, like, and uh, really for me, it's like if, because, dude, most women live under the, like the iron fist of law, like you, what you got going on in your house, you dictator. I, I, one episode and we're done. Well, I, I listen. I don't have time for other things. I, you know, I want to do other things with my life. I don't want to sit here and watch ten hours of Game of Thrones. Like, I, I but. but you're going to have to sit there and watch with them again. So you're going to have to review that show that you just watched and pretend like you're interested. Why don't you just wait? I just had three girls all all, all tweet stupid. at me and say, "Yeah, I'm totally guilty." That's of this. stupid. That is, dude. That's uh, honestly, that's a little. I don't want to say disrespectful to your relationship, but you're going to start lying about that about watching Game of Thrones. Like, what else are you gonna lie about? Fourteen percent of people will wait till their better half goes out of town to do it. The others uh, will just wait till people fall asleep. But 16%, listen to this. While one partner says, let's not watch the other episode of this, let's go, let's do something else. 16% of uh, the time, somebody will walk into the next room and like pull up the laptop and watch it in there. A stupid thing to lie about, honestly. Like, that's, that's, if you're willing to lie about Game of Thrones, what else are you lying about? Well, that's, that's an interesting point because, like, why do you feel like you have to lie to me about the entertainment you watch? Like, it makes all the sense in the world to lie to me about whether or not you were just watching porn. Right. That's embarrassing. Right. But Dexter's not embarrassing. Right. I mean, if you're like, oh my God, I have to watch this and say something to me and I'll watch it later and then you won't have to sit here and pretend like, uh, you know, oh yeah, I didn't know this was going to happen either. I didn't know who the killer was going to be. And I, I mean, why? Netflix and cheat. I, uh, I kind of need some binges. I need some binge watching stuff. I, um, what am I watching right now? Nothing. 
actually. Like, people tell me Taboo's good on FXX. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. I don't, it doesn't look good to me. Legion, I, I haven't seen it yet. People tell me Legion on FX looks good. That look is good. That looks awful to me. I, I have no interest in that. Um, although, and uh, just as I say that, I'm going to say, I'm really excited that this show got renewed because it's an awful buddy cop show. But for some reason, Lethal Weapon has taken is like one of those shows where I'm like, yeah, I kind of really? like it. Really? Yeah, I'm I kind of like I haven't seen that. They renewed Lethal Weapon for season two. And it's it's a I mean, it's a bad network buddy cop show. But it I don't know. For some reason, do you get Damon Wayans and the guy that plays Riggs? You've never seen in anything ever before. So you can kind of like fall into that. And uh, yeah, it's not it's it's not the worst for buddy cop shows. I don't I don't mind cop shows. I can actually watch the, uh, those. I need some new binge watching stuff though. I just find less and less and less to be interesting these days. And um, like I always end up doing. I think what most people end up doing with Netflix is don't you end up just going back to a TV show you've seen three thousand times that's probably on TBS in reruns anyway. But now you're paying somebody ten dollars extra a month to like stream it at will, and then you're like, oh my god, I want to hear that same Aerosmith song over and over again. Yeah, of course, dude. It's why episodes of Seinfeld still play. It's why episodes of Friends still play. We're familiar with them. You, we're comfortable with well, them. All and, right, uh, to do turn on some Boston. So you bring up Friends, and I thought that this was interesting. All right. Because I am one of those guys, and I'm in, I'm in that age range when Friends was like big, right? right? And so I can still find humor in it occasionally. And I was flipping through the channels the other night, and Friends in primetime was on MTV. That makes no sense to me. Nobody my age is watching MTV, and MTV's core audience doesn't care about Friends. Uh, I mean, obviously not. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is a, I, I, what does a 16 year old girl want with friends? Um, there's a big nostalgia movement, and you probably want to feel a little bit older and feel. A little oh, bit see, like, everybody always tells me how none of that stuff from the 90s holds up. That Seinfeld's not funny anymore, and that Friends isn't funny anymore. That's all I ever hear. Hey. And now, like the the network designed at the millennial is going back to my toy chest. I mean, it's why they keep playing the sign. You know what I'm saying? It's why. You, yeah, you, but that's TBS. That's not that. That network's not geared at 14 year olds. Like it seems weird. And honestly, 14 is probably high for MTV. I was going to say, I think you're probably uh, thinking of MTV through your lens versus what it is now, where I think it's a little bit more young adult skewing than like teens. You know? Really? Yeah. Then why I mean, are all the shows about 16-year-old girls who get pregnant? Um, well, I mean, yeah, there's that show, but then there's also, I mean, plenty of adult like dating shows and things like that. So uh, I, mean, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. It just has always seemed like that network is geared right towards the 13-year-old. And I was like, what are you putting friends on for? Like, none of these people even know this. Like, these clothes look too out of bounds for these people. All this stuff just seems too old for these people. It just seems strange to me. I was like, I, like if I was flipping through the channels and I saw like friends on VH1 Classic, okay, now you're making sense to me. But like when you showed it on the, the network point, maybe I'm wrong about their target. But I mean, knowing people who work at MTV, that just seems like a very strange pointing place for that. We do have those charge tickets. We'll close out the program with them next on Rock 106.9. Oh, how about that? Yeah. How about that? Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. I uh, hope you are willing to excuse the Bob Seger. That's a little tip of the hat uh, to my father, who would have been 71 years old today. And he used to play that record. God, at nauseam. At nauseam, he would play Bob Seger in the house. And it's uh, I always say about that when your parents do stuff like that, you either grow up, then you either love it or then right. turn around and hate it. Right. And uh, there was plenty of stuff that he played like constantly that I hate. But Seger's one of those things that got in me, and I've always loved it. And uh, I think he's a great songwriter. 
And, uh, yeah, it always makes me think of my old man who would have been 71 today. When people that you love pass away, there's usually a holiday or something that, you know, that one time of the year that really reminds you of them. Is yeah. is birthday big for your dad? Or? It's, it's Dude, as soon as December hits, it's like Christmas, and then we know the birthday's in February. And so, like, it's like that from, like... Tough three months. Uh, honestly, yeah. From December to March, it's just like, all right, let's just put our head down and get through it. And really what it is, it's honestly, you know what it is? It's 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 not even so much about missing him anymore as it is, is it reminds me that I'm a bad son to my mother because I don't call her enough. I don't interact with my mom enough. And if my dad was to say to me right now, if he was to be alive right now, what he would say to me, the thing that he would be proud of me for sure, just because, well, he just was no matter what I was doing. But he would say to me, you've let me down with how much you communicate with your mother. And I think... What makes my mom mad is I think she thinks that if it were to happen in reverse and she would have went first, that I would have a better relationship with my dad. And that's true. And I hate admitting that. But this is one of those things about life that I was always wrong about. While my parents were both alive, you know, you, you kind of have those questions like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. And I wonder what life's going to be like when one of them goes or this. And I would have said before my dad died that we would have been better off. Not, you know, as a family, as a unit, as everything, had my mom gone first because you have your patriarch there and all that. But the reality is that's not true at all. My dad was a strong man, but if my mom would have went first, it would have killed him. Like it would have killed him. Like he wouldn't sooner or later, he would have got to the point where he wouldn't have left the house. Like he just it would have. And my mom's been able, even though she won't date. She pushes through life better, I think, having lost her partner than my dad would have. Yeah, I mean, not to say, you know, I have both my parents, but I think I'd rather have my dad go first, I think. Is that right? I think so, just based on the fact of kind of like you said. I mean, I just, I think he would have a much harder time pulling it together where she, you know. My mom's just from a, her family's a little bit more staunch. And my dad was a lot like me, emotional. You know what I mean? You're not hiding anything with my old man. It, you read it on his face. And we're very much the same way that way. And so, yeah, having gone through it now, like, I think, honestly, it would have ruined my father in a way it didn't ruin my mom. What would you ask him if he was here today? If you had, if you had one more phone call, one more conversation? I have work situations going on, and it's a negotiation process. And honestly, yeah, I would be like, what do, you, what, what do I do here? Help me. How do I figure out how to push back on this with not pushing so far that they just throw me out of here, but I still make sure that I get respected? And he would have had great insight on that. And I've been spending weeks now trying to figure out what it is he would say. And I know the answer, but it's only going to get me in trouble if I say it. So we'll leave it there. But And I don't mean to like overtake your Friday with my what's going on with me. That's I'll, I'll call my dad today, though. I feel inspired right now. Is that right? Yeah, I'll talk to my dad today. I, yeah, I got to call my mom. And my mom just commented on my Facebook page, and I wish she wouldn't do that, because, again, she doesn't understand that right. people don't have boundary issues. No. You know no, what I mean? No. So now I got to delete that. But I got to call her, because I can feel like him looking at me over my shoulder, like, just in disappointment, shaking his head. My dad would never yell. Not, well, not never yell, but he was big into that. Now, why would you do that? What are you, an idiot? Daniel, are you an idiot? Was basically number one phrase until I was like about 15. Cats in the Cradle. I just keep talking because I like this song, actually.
All right, let's pass out these charge tickets. They're playing Sunday, 3 p.m. at the Canton Civic Center. We'll take caller 15 right now at 1 800 243 7625. Aside from that, we are done for the week. Be back at it. <coughs> Monday morning live on uh, Rock 1069. Oh, before, we, uh, before yeah. we do that, though, let's remind you that Fantone tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow will be at the T Mobile inside Belden Village Mall from 2 to 4. That's where you can find Fantone That's tomorrow. He'll have uh, some Stan's Ratio stickers with him as well. All right. We will be back Monday morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 1069. You guys have a great weekend.